Welcome, everyone, to our very first episode of 2023 of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants, who have never actually consulted on a video game, bring you new topics each and every week. And uh, this week is going to be a fun one because we are going to talk about our definitive list of the top 10 games from 2022, according to the testing room. These are the 10 games you should play, all 10 of them. If you haven't, play them all. The only 10 games you need to play. <laughs> the only 10. I know you say that because you think you're not going to get Elden Ring on this list, but clearly Elden Ring I actually is don't going have a to problem. be on this list. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Elden Ring being on this list, but it will not be number one. I'll stay here all night. I don't I mean, care. <laughs> you just get that. Talk about Chris it. Chris is going to have a filibuster. He's it'll just going like, to start ridiculous. reading from a book like on the podcast. It will absolutely be ridiculous that a game that only made it on one person's list gets number one. I would okay. We'll we'll talk about this. We'll talk there. So let's get into this. So boys, how do we want to how do we want to do this? Because you know, so here's the thing. Okay, last year, yeah, last year, I think this helped. This helped sort of trim the trim it just a little bit. Uh huh. Uh, So for those, you know, we're not. This is not a a visual uh, podcast. It is not. Um, we we a little spreadsheet up in front with all of our 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 10 games here. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Um, and so 30 so, games in total. Yep. So I think there are certain games that I think will be absolute locks that we do not, we can discuss where they land. Right. But I think, but we'll be on games, a list like, somewhere. So we think for sure that we'll, we'll, we'll require like no debate. Right. So sure. I think like monster hunter rise sunbreak is one that I can highlight right now. Because yes. we know that game is going all to three of us. Well, all three, and all three of us have it on the list, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's but like we all yeah. know that there's just there will be zero argument. Like, sure. One of us, there's no one here that would be like, well, I don't know. But let's say sure. someone else has something on their list that you know it's not going to hang, if you will. Um, so I will go ahead and cut one of mine, if you will, to kind of give an example. Oh, we're going to cut. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No point one P. here is going to stand for point P, right? Nope. We just um, I had don't to play don't it, make so. excuses. Just say no. I just said no one's going to hear stand for point B. <laughs> it's a great game, and I will say like when we cut these, like we'll we'll give it a little bit of kind of like a speech, if you will. But yeah, point B is a great handheld game on your phone if you pay for Netflix, which most of you humans out there fucking do. Play this goddamn game. Give it ten minutes. If it doesn't grab you, great. If not, go ahead and delete it again. There's just no yeah, they heard, malicious they heard microtransactions. It. They heard it last week. I know they did, but it's... that was last week, bro. So <laughs> Christian, I, I, you got to change gotta change him. the color in my list. You are this isn't visual, but I can see the fill color and you oh, made it yeah, a different. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. Um, so I'll agree with Preston there. You can probably take away my number nine, which is Skywalker Saga, because as much fun as I had with that Lego game, Man, it probably I'm sorry doesn't deserve I to be I, on the definitive top ten. I'm sorry I couldn't be there okay. for you with that one. Well, that's fine. In, in the spirit yeah. of of uh, cutting things, um, I will also offer up one of my children. What do you got? Um, and I will cut I I will cut Tactics Ogre Reborn. Okay. Um, okay. Because if there's gonna be one of these RPGs that I fight for, it will be triangle strategy for reasons that I will mention sure. later. Um, but you know. Tactics Reborn is great. 
I'm very close to finishing it, uh, but um, totally deserve your time. It's incredible. Yeah. I think it's better than fucking... Not, I shouldn't say that in such a negative way. Final Fantasy Tactics is great, yeah. but I think that it deserves it deserves the attention and the hype that Final Fantasy Tactics has gotten, and Tactics Ogre has had none of. But but, there, but there's also a chance that some people on this list like it's okay to take it away because they may have experienced that game or know the story from like 1991, which is so, fair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. I will say that there is tons of new features into it. Okay, let's move. <laughs> but but ooh, get into it now. Get into it now because but I think so. Um, there's tons of there's because it is it is a remake. So there's tons of new features that I think would benefit um, even older players if you were looking to revisit that game. There mm-hmm. is enough. There is enough new stuff to to for your revisit okay. there. You know, I will take another one off my list. Um, because there's one on your list that I think could go higher or should go higher um, than this one, and none of you played it. So I would say Anno Mutationum, as much fun as I had with that game, I don't know, like, I could see Tunic on your side deserving, because Tunic is a game I played, deserving to be higher um, than Anno Mutationum. Especially Can if I, if it comes out to be true that like they did just copy the old room at, or the old house, at which point like <laughs> it's not even a completely original game. I don't know. Go play Control. So that's fair. <laughs> um, can I nominate? I would like to nominate another lock. Sure. I think Shredder's Revenge. Yes, one thousand percent is on this list somewhere. I would I would be okay with that. We had a lot of fun with that game. We, we completely yeah. dominated that game too, and Alex and I got an insane achievement through just absolute glitch like it was all three of us if it not just mean you fuckery yeah. for it yeah i think we all did yeah yeah uh, that that but we had so much fun Slept that night with that, that game. robot against the wall to get the uh-huh. hit score getting it stuck oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fact that it even yeah that it lets you do that yeah. like i think yeah i, I think we had yes. so much fun with that game that you went there that was the, so for people that aren't sure what we're talking about. There's an achievement in that game for getting so many hits consecutively on a robot. It was like 200 or something. And what happened that. was we were beating it, and I got it up against the wall, and we were laughing because it was stun locked mm-hmm. in like a frame lock, and I was just hitting it, and we're like, "How long?" And it's been will, dead forever. Yeah, and it's like, "How long will it let us hit this?" And we oh, did yeah. it, and randomly an achievement popped up. So then clearly we all had to get in and <laughs> yeah, get like, the okay, achievement. Okay, we're going back to the level real quick. Come back here. Yeah. yeah. So um, funny. I say we can cancel out one more from mine because okay, I don't think our top ten will involve two turtle games, but a Cowabunga collection can probably go. Oh, should be my okay. number nine. Uh, Turtles Cowabunga Collection is a great game. It did a fantastic way. Well, it was digital digital clips was there for it, so they have a bunch of fun uh-huh. side stuff as far as looking into the history of the game. Uh, if you love if you love member berries and you have a, a big love for old school turtle games, that is definitely up your alley. If if Shredder's Revenge wasn't there for you, uh, Cowabunga Collection is also there. Um, but yes, uh, I think yeah, I think over okay. Shredder's Revenge, Cowabunga Collection should also go. Nice. Christian, can I just say how much it bothers me in your spreadsheet that you're using red for locks instead of green? 
I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like that as well. <laughs> the only reason is because. So here's the thing: is well, I guess that still looks. If I use the darker green, it looks okay. Use whatever uh, you want, but red yeah. is yeah. Red is a cancel. Red is a no for me. <laughs> well, no, me pressing delete is a uh, no. How do you function in the corporate world? If, if you think that any report that I create has anything to do with spreadsheets, you are out of your fucking <laughs> mind. This motherfucker do the code, sir. I function in the corporate world by working for places that understand that spreadsheets are trash. Oh, spreadsheets are trash. So you get here. Um, here's the thing. I might nominate two cuts right now, but then we have to start looking at some locks here. I mean, I can but play I lock think, right now. So here's the thing. I think there's two games on this list that I think are very similar. There's three games on this list that I think are very similar. But I think one of them would deserve it more. And I think, so, You're Plague thinking Tale, so- God of War, and Horizon Forbidden West. And I think Horizon and God of War could probably go, and Plague Tale could stay. I, I don't know if I want to cut God of War yet. Not right now. I have I have interested Alex at the very least. I will shelf this discussion. <laughs> it's I will not, shelf it's this not discussion. where I thought you were going. So in my head, I almost even said out loud uh, the three other games I thought you were talking about, like in this moment. I was gonna cut in and be like, "Oh, I bet you're thinking, yeah, yeah," and I was wrong. So I'm gonna reserve myself. You have piqued my interest. I will shelf that discussion until we're ready to have it. Um, but I just, that's just so everybody in the room is aware where my head is at. That is currently a thing that I'm thinking. Um, I would say, okay, so let me nominate a lock. Uh, I think Atari 50 is a lock. I think even though. I'll give that to you. Yes. 1000%. I think that everybody can appreciate what is happening there, how unique it is, how special it is. I think we can. I, I, and again, we're not discussing placement. So even I can totally sure. see Atari Fifty sitting at a solid number ten. Sure, uh, I will give that to you because I. But I think I that it is cool yeah. enough, and I think with the addition of, I and mean, we can get into it later. But I think with the addition of all of the new twenty twenty two versions of games, like, and I, what I mean by that is like games that are developed from the ground up in twenty twenty two. Even though if they might use vector graphics, but then they they will add things in that could only happen this year. Like they could, they would not have been able to happen with technology back back then. Um, I think it makes it worth mentioning. It's not like you know, it's not like the only games that you can play on that are 4K versions of Atari games. While there is those in there, they also have the reimagined series that like are games that could that are really like could be and probably should be release today and if somebody put out like some of these versions of games and put them on like iPad or whatever they would be top of the store like hands down um at least top of Apple Arcade that's for damn sure yeah that's yes yeah is that so how do we how do we feel about not having that as a lock I, I you know what lock. I feel like you can put it on the list because here's if what I mean you'd like me to off, not color it green yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so no, then let's move. Let's move on. Then <laughs> we, we can have this talk later. It's more cuts. Well, I, I'm not ready. We're not. 
Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. No, what are you gonna say? I'm saying I, 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 we. There are other games that I would cut first, so I do not want to have the discussion about cutting it. But if we're not, if if we're all, the locks are simply games that all three of us agree on. So if you're not ready to lock it, then we can move on to a different. So I here. Okay, I'll make a bit of a concession here, and I'll actually knock off a couple of games on my own list, and I'll ask you guys how you feel about it Christian especially you because I think we have played a couple of these games um, both of us so I actually think there are three similar games on here uh, these are the ones that I was thinking of which is Card Shark Citizen Sleeper and Return to Monkey Island I think that Return to Monkey Island is a little better than Card Shark I think it's okay. a labor of love it has amazing color and graphics and a fantastic story, and it's so quirky and fun. So I would knock off Card Shark. If I had to knock off two, though, clearly we know that Citizen Sleeper would be the winner, because I think all three of them are visual novels, right? Like, point and click, moving sure. through. So Citizen Sleeper is a 100% lock. I would, I would be willing would so. to hear the case for the other two, especially because neither of you played Return to Monkey Island, so saying it is better than Card Shark is just going off of me. Though, Christian, uh, you did play Card Shark. Um, I did. I, so here's the thing. I would say, as somebody who also played Card Shark, you, your, the, the description that you gave for Return to Monkey Island has definitely made me interest like it is on my wish list and it may be interested to go play it yeah as opposed to like i will not and this is no, no fault to card shark but i will not go back and play card shark like i right. saw what it had to do once and that's that was good enough for me yes all right i love what you guys said about card shark earlier uh the way you know duff came in as well uh it's it very cool. very cool um but i have a heart for monkey island um, that's just an older game. It's just the thing that just kind of tugs my heartstrings. So I will, I will pull for Monkey Island more than I will for Card Shark. Okay, but Citizen so Sleeper is yeah. Citizen Sleeper is a lock. lock. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Card Shark it just stays. Or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Return to Monkey Island just stays. With Monkey Island staying. Yeah, hanging around. Yeah, yeah for a moment. Yep. Not, not, not a lock, but hanging out. <laughs> Behind, yeah. Yep. Wait, waiting outside the door. See if see if they get in the club <laughs> just, tonight. Yeah, just to see if they get yeah the VIP, yep. the yep. VIP access. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. It's hanging out there with with God of War Horizon <laughs> and Playtale. <laughs> Can I just Alex say I, there is not, Alex and I are sort of just giving a side eye to God of War and Horizon right now, just sort of really <laughs> eye, like making sure they don't have fake IDs, and we're really trying to make sure that they can How get into you? this club. He's like, can I say there? There's I'm not old. a single person at at like that Lucas studio that thought they would ever be mentioned alongside of Horizon and God of War <laughs> for any reason whatsoever. Hey man, hey. good games are good games. Nothing <laughs> we can do about it. All right. I will, um, I, will, I, I will announce a lock. Okay. Ollie Ollie World is a lock, 1,000%. I don't want to talk about it as far as, like... I mean, Christian's not going to debate me with this, but Alex, it deserves a lock, at least in our top ten. I agree. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I It's on my wish list. I've looked at it, so... Yeah. He's looked yeah. at it. How dare I'm, you, sir? 
I'll nominate a cut from not my list. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to recommend we cut Gran Turismo 7. Not to say that Gran Turismo 7 is not a fantastic game, but they don't, they didn't, in my opinion, I could be wrong here. Sure. They didn't do anything they're not already expected to do. They're already expected that with any release, they're going to be the best racing sim out there. Although they have ran some of it back, I think that it is a little unfortunate that they gave a build to press that did not have any of the nasty microtransaction stuff in it. And then they turned those on day one launch for people to just experience out in the wild. I think that's pretty uncool. As much as I love racing <laughs> games and as pretty and as great this game was as far as racing games, if we collectively feel this game needs a drop, I will go ahead and accept the drop. But I will well, say I, it's I, the I'll best just, racing game of this year. Yes, but, th- but that's the thing, right? If you were to say, hey, here's a list of racing games that came out this year, which one do you think is the best without playing them? It, I would automatically say Gran Turismo. Like, I personally like Gran Turismo better than uh, Forza. Forza anyway. Yeah. So, like, I would have said Gran Turismo, and I would be shocked. Like, gasp, mouth open, shocked if you were to tell me it was trash, right? So don't say it's, it's not yeah, great. That's the yeah, thing. Well, it's my top ten. It's, a, it's, right. it's not trash, yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 expected to be. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? It's it's expected to be uh, the best in its class, and because of that, it it is it, it is but, what it is, right? Yeah, it just it was, is. Yeah, so yeah. I will let go of Grand Turismo Seven. Don't be wrong. You still got parking is a great fun driving game. Uh, yeah, it's just there's also other driving games out there that are fine, but yeah, Grand yeah. Turismo will not hang if you will, in our top 10. Yeah, I see your finger. <laughs> Christian, you need to take off Citizen Sleeper from my list as well. Number Column four, number three. Oh, I didn't see it. Thank you. Yeah. But it still hangs. It is. Um, okay. So, we have made some decisions here. We have. But we, we, made, we made four. We still have way more than six games. Yeah, I think... Are we ready to have the discussion that was shelved earlier? The God War... <laughs> Discussion? You want that right now? Do you want you want this heat? You want this heat right right now? now? Because I will tell you right now, (laughs) I'm going to Horizon and Plague Tale. Now, again, I'm advocating that God of War and Horizon both leave, and then Plague Tale becomes locked. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and say for sure, Plague Tale is locked. It not just for me. Christian, I know you made some ridiculous cuts, but it was in your top 15. But on top of that, like the it's rest, a fantastic the game. rest of the gaming world game. thinks and it's also it an, top ten of the year for sure. And it is oh okay. First of all, there's plenty of lists that don't have it on there, but that's besides the point. I think is a great <laughs> game that is or, orders of magnitude better than the first one in my opinion. I know there's some people who don't agree. Like a lot of honestly, a lot of the complaints that I've seen is that there are some people that like the first one better. I do not agree with those people. Um, but I think that I was a little like I've said this before, but I think I'm a little I was a little colder on the first one than, than most people. Um, You're talking about Horizon. No, I'm talking about uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, 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 sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Not this one. Yeah. Wait, when you were saying I, you, when I you were saying you were colder on the first one. Yes, I like the second one better. Um, 
I like. I think it is like orders of magnitude better than the first yeah. one. I also love the first one. I know you guys heard me come on here and rave about it. Ivan said leading into this year that Plato yeah. Requiem was my most anticipated game of the year. To me, it's an yeah. absolute lock. What are you at, Preston? We can put Plague Tale in there. We can do the lock, but I don't <laughs> want to delete God of War right now. I, I, I it's, it's, it's. I might fight for God of War, man. I don't. I don't want to tell you. Well, let's talk about it. For it. Here's the thing. I think. So I'll. Someone who's play the game. I'll, we'll, think and talk I'll, I'll make here. these. I'll make these moves. Right Salty already. Wait, what did you say? Someone who hasn't played the game wants to sit here and talk about how we get God of War out here. Interesting. So you I am, agree then I am that someone who has no not played opinion. Plague Tale, but I will give you the Plague Tale on so this board. You sh- You agree then that somebody who hasn't played the game shouldn't have an opinion on it. No, I'm just saying that it's funny. That Don't say someone, this. He, he will kick you out of the Elden no, Ring it's, it's not a rule. I'm not about it to not let him rule. do that. It is not a rule Good, here. so then I guess I'm still in here for God of War. Anyway. <laughs> because you watch YouTube videos. Yeah, it's fun. Word. Oh, what, what did you watch? Twitch streams of Elden Ring? How's that any better? I watched hundreds of hours of Twitch streams of Elden Ring. And I watched somebody play through the entire game front to back of God of War. What is that? It's, it's 60 hours. What does that have to do with... I'm just saying that I really enjoy God of War. I'm not talking as far as... I'm not saying that you didn't. I, I, I'm just saying, all together, it, it's funny for me to make a so, joke. And if you want to come at me, come at me. But also, it's just... So, let, let's say this. Um, so, and I, I, I will, really I, quick, before we get into uh, the God of War discussion, <coughs> I think I can I can delete Horizon. I think you cut Horizon. I'm, I'm fine. I'm the that. only one who played it, and yep. I think that, even though I think it's better than God of War, there is... I, 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 we wouldn't get anywhere with that discussion. I, no, and I fully intend on playing Forbidden West. I loved the first Horizon game. I think this is going to be great. Yeah. I refuse to play it until it's out on PC or Steam. So, Which is fair. So yeah. I, I, I think it's a great game. I'm glad it made your list. It would make a top 10 list if you wanted to make that argument, but I'm fine with deleting it because I did not play it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... Again, I think it's, I think it's better than God of War, but I, I know that, that I'm not going to get anywhere with that discussion. So let me let me say this controversial thing while we're at it. Um, it may not be controversial. There's one game on this list that only one of us played, um, and they raved about it, and I'm sure it was a fantastic game. However, I don't know that it deserves to be in the top ten of ours, yeah. regardless of how high on the list it is for them. Signalis. Okay. I will <laughs> cut Metal Hellsinger before I cut Signalis. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not ready to have that discussion. No. If you want to take something off my list, I will take Metal Hell Singer. Okay. But I am. We let's, will not let's take be, let's take Metal Hell Singer then. That's fine. As much as this is literally one of the best horror, survival horror games to come out in the last. I well, don't preach about Signalis right I, now because you I, just took huh? out Metal Hell Singer. I think that is a fantastic soundtrack, and I did. It, it is. does not need to die without some praise. Yeah. Oh no! I mean, look, man. If if we want to get into it, we can get into it. But like, I, yeah. There's, you know, I said my piece on my personal thing about the game, but it is. I will say it. I I can totally see it not being on this list, and it was actually going to be one of the ones that I would offer up, um, mostly because that game doesn't work if you're not into that music, and I know that Alex is not into that music. One and so, one amazing soundtrack does not a top ten game make. I mean, when it's a game that's not. a real game, it kind of might. Well, there's just, there is, 
every piece of that game is extremely good, but it only works if it all works for you. Fair. Yeah. Yep. It right. Needs a click. So yeah. like, like for instance, if this game had an EDM soundtrack, I'm not into it. I, I wouldn't play yeah. it. I wouldn't have even given it the time of day. No matter how good the gameplay is that matches with it, yeah. I just that's it wouldn't be my. That's thing. you know what I bet if this was a full blown like. 2000 emos kid and instead of demons it was a bunch of gothy sad people like i would you'd be screaming about that you'd be literally screeching about this game about how exactly back in ohio with your heart yeah (laughs) um (laughs) all right hawthorne heights let's keep going (laughs) but um okay i could i could cut one of mine man look okay here i'm gonna i'm just gonna say this i think there are games on this on this on our on our chopping block here and I'd see I'd see every single one of them on here before God of War. Jeez. I just would. <laughs> I don't Come know if it's so God of War hard. Right <laughs> like I would see Splatoon 3, Vampire Survivors. Uh, here, I'll go through the list of everybody for the games for everybody. That's still available. Yeah. Kirby, Vampire Survivors, Splatoon 3, Elden Ring, Cult of the Lamb, Return to Monkey Island, Triangle Strategy, Signalis, Atari 50, and Tunic. I would see every single one of them. Before I would see God of War, I uh, I will, I'll put Splatoon three in the chopping block. Yeah, okay. I look. I think there's only so much room for Nintendo games yep. this year. That one doesn't make it. <laughs> I'm uh, not even sure the other one makes it. I no. To be fair, I'm gonna fight for Kirby. Do not do not stop me. I will fight for Kirby. If he's on number ten, I will fight for Kirby. But yeah, but even that, so, even then, like if if we're just oh yeah, like I. I think God of War is just so uninspired. Like it doesn't it doesn't do anything new and it adds it adds so much bloat like all that side stuff that even pressed you couldn't even bring yourself to look at because it is just too much and so boring. It pads on the story is what 16 hours but how long to beat has this game a solid 45. So that's all side that is just all the side activities adds on an extra That's, thirty some. No, hours. so I I'm I'm around what I think nineteen twenty hours in now. Um, I'm getting to pretty much close to the end, and I I'm really actually enjoying the story. I'm enjoying it just as much as I did the twenty eighteen one. Um, so I I I can't sit here and blaspheme this game unless it gets down to the actual end of the chopping block, and then if we need to, we can discuss this. But I okay. think there's other games we might want to discuss. Well, then I'll nominate one. Elden Ring on the list. I think Elden Ring deserves to be on the list. Absolutely deserves to be on yeah. the list. Okay. Uh, we can, we can, we can, we can have it be locked. I would love to have Elden Ring lock it. Lock, go go ahead and lock it. Position. I know Christian. Christian is trying to make strategic concessions right now. <laughs> trying to, like, no, trying to win some good so faith. Get rid of God of War. <laughs> no, it's really, no, it's just for it's just for it's just. First of all, no. I, these are these are my genuine genuine opinions. I know. Um, but no, I th- there was just. <sighs> I also love I how you really put Elden would. Ring and in parentheses put the word gag beside uh, it. <laughs> because you were rude calling my list contrarian. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> anyway. So, so uh, Preston has three left. Yes. I have three left, but Christian has four left. Mm. 
But there's only so many. It's only spots because of the most recent cut. Yeah. Just so we're clear, like you had four up until literally two seconds. Yeah. Ago. So you know. What's, what's, doing? what's it gonna be? <laughs> so I know what <laughs> you're right. I agree. I should talk about another cut. It should be God of War Ragnarok. So you listen. <laughs> well, here, look. Let's be it honest. Doesn't need to be to be fair. Triangle yeah. strategy, Signalis, Atari, and Tunic. You and I both played Tunic. The other three games only you played. Not to say they're bad, but I'm just saying like there's a good chance. There's a good chance not all four of those games make the list. That's fair. So which do you have the least faith in being on this list? Probably Tunic. Yep. As much as I heard great things about Tunic and I cannot believe that we're literally menu. we're like talking about cutting Tunic before fucking God of War. <laughs> We've been talking about cutting God of War all day. Which <laughs> is insane to me. Just ugh. Um You know what? I'll do this for you. This is. I'm gonna say tunic. I'll probably go tunic. If I'm gonna cut one, I'm gonna cut tunic. Really? I okay. I mean, it was the lowest yeah, I on mean, your it, list of four, so. Yeah, and I mean, there's literally. I mean, I uh, yeah. I don't know. I've said so much about this game already, but I think I will say that if you didn't. If you don't experience the game when it comes out and you're not part of like the whole zeitgeist of like trying to work through what all of the hidden stuff is that they've hit like put in the game and all the other things, it's probably not as cool. And those moments for me is why it even made the list. Like, for instance, that that is a main contender as to why I put that game on my list as opposed to Elden Ring. Like just full is like when I was thinking about both of those games in the, in the moments that I had with them, I had more moments of tunic of like sheer, like, whoa, like wonderment, all that other stuff than I did with Elden Ring. But it was solely because of the community aspect behind it, right? Like watching somebody live tra- translate a new language that this person created and like figure out what all these different words mean and like or helping with certain puzzle aspects and like figuring stuff out and like you know getting all these different responses and then like uploading pictures the guy sent you guys like uploading all the pictures of like the fucking crazy puzzle solutions that I was figuring out on top of the notebook and stuff like that all of that stuff was one of the things that weighed into that decision. However, if you don't have any of that, then I think that this game just become like if you if you come into it and like every all the guides for that game are completely front to back. They're it's written, it's done, like, you know. There's there's nothing else to I'm I'm sure there's other hidden things that that person has put in there that people might not have found, but they're like little Easter eggs, right? But for the most part, if you wanted to see it, most of the things that were to see in that game, you can go do it right now. I think in that regard, the game is just like a really good homage to original like Legend of Zelda. So games. You just you just spent five minutes saying what you could have just said with a sentence, which is it's a really good Zelda clone. It's not a clone. I disagree. <laughs> it does a lot. I think that it's things. Yeah, it does. It does so much more, especially mechanically that Zelda has uh-huh. not not only has never done, but um, 
still sure, today but but think of won't do. Think of other games that use the clone term, right? You have like the Doom clones and other stuff. Like it's it's a game that has taken many of its cues from those other games and made its own thing. Maybe it's yeah. an homage or whatever. I, but I it's a just, really good. It becomes an homage. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good Zelda yeah. clone. So I went I went downplay so, it too it's too much. Cute and clever. Yeah, but it's also the handbook that comes in there as far as your options and the language barrier. Um, that AA whale count uh, uh, decipher. Like, it's just there's a lot more there to get into outside of Zelda. Uh, I would just say yeah. Just before, yeah, about before, but after it has now gone into its <laughs> sad grave. Um, yeah, that's just I just want to make sure that's put out there. Also, I can cut one more from my list. What's it gonna be? It's not. It's gonna be Vampire Survivors. Hell no. Um, it's going to be Kirby and the Forgotten Lands because you guys are not going to be sitting here telling me about it. Christian wanted to be like, oh, well, I'm so, so surprised. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, you're not going to surprise because the, the dude with the eating the fox family is going to be cut out. Uh, you would love to hear I, That's more interesting. You, you than- actually like Vampire Survivors. You're, you're willing to keep it on there more than Kirby. Kirby was yes. your number one game and Vampire Survivors was your number five. But as far as... Our it wasn't total. even two. As far as our games that we have loved this year, I know that you guys have touched the Vampire Survivors here and there. Um, sure, but neither of you have touched Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Um, right, but you, but you actually, you personally, but I'd hear an argument think that Vampire Survivors is a better game than Kirby. I think it deserves to be on a top ten list for people to play. Yeah. So it's better than Kirby. Hmm. <laughs> you put like that. I'd fight for Kirby, particularly. I mean, I'd fight for both of them, and then I have the other one, which Christian's gonna fucking come at me for like a fucking <laughs> cheetah. Say so, yeah, those two games, I'd fight for both those games before that one. I mean, yeah, but that's not your come, come at me like a cheetah. I'm gonna come at you like uh, a spider monkey, old man. I know. Yeah. Fuck. Like I'm looking at my look. I'm, my three. I'm, look, I'm, I'm trying fine to decide with you getting cut. rid of. I'm totally fine with you getting rid of Kirby. I'm just surprised that on your personal list you had Kirby one, Vampire Survivors five, and Kirby is the one you're willing to cut. I'm not opposed to it. Didn't no, play Kirby. Well, Kirby Don't love is Kirby. Love, fine uh, with the cut. I'm just saying. I'm Kirby surprised. is like the whole like labor love. Like it's, it's it's my he's my boy or they are my boy a person, a uh, thing, vorb, pink thing. Um, whatever their gender is. Um, but yeah, no, I would say mm, I really like Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, but I like Kirby All uh, All Stars better, or Superstars better. Uh, so, oh, sorry, Kirby Star Allies better. So that's kind of what kind of drops it off for me. And I really want to push for Vampire Survivors to be on the list. To be honest, I think Vampire Survivors really needs to be on the list. Comfortable decisions coming. Ask Ask that shit. Ask Kirby. <laughs> I really want to. I really want to try lock in Vampire Survivors on this. How, how are you going to try and lock it in? You want to have that conversation now? I'm not ready to lock that in at all. <laughs> all right. Expect, I mean, unless we're talking about getting. I mean, God, dude. There's okay. Well, then, then let that. me let me here. I'll, I'll have I'll have a tough conversation with my list. There are two games on there. There's Cult of the Lamb and Return to Monkey. We have four Monkey. games left. Yep. Just so everybody, just so everybody knows. Return to Monkey Island and Cult of the Lamb. I appreciate all the sweet things you just said about Return to Monkey Island. I too loved that game. However, Cult of the Lamb to me has to be on this list. 
I if agree. I was getting rid of the two, it would ha- return to Monkey Island. It would have to go. I agree. Cult of the Lamb, so clever, cut, so return cute. Return to Monkey Island before we cut God of War. Yeah. Also, can I just say, did you mean to put? You meant to put Dad in a rock, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did it twice. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, the list says it says God of War, colon, Dad in a Rock. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Again, though, my my <laughs> question still stands. You were ready to cut, cut Return to Monkey Island before God of War. I'm look, man. I, I don't want to a game uh, that you called a solid six point five. Forgot that it was on his show. top ten after I mentioned it, and then for, put it, it on oh, his top yes, ten. Yes, and forgot that it was on his top ten. Look. I know that Preston isn't ready to have that conversation yet, so I'm holding that conversation. I'm going with what I consider to be a lock rather than a cut, which is okay. Cult of the Lamb, to me, is an absolute lock. Like, tell me, try and tell me you did not enjoy the shit out of that game when you played it. No, the game's great. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Cult of the Lamb is I'm not saying, deserve. if you wanted to leave Monkey Island, you can, but like, I, I'm going the other way saying Cult of the Lamb has to be a lock. Has to be on this list somewhere. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you were advocating for both of those things. Well, I mean, we could talk about those, but I, I, I'm, I would rather advocate the conversation first of the lock, right? I look at our list, Shredder's Revenge, Sunbreak, Citizen Sleeper, All LA World, Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, all amazing games. I could find Cult of the Lamb in this list higher than a couple of those. Can I? Okay, can I? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Okay. And we will just, right. I'm going to see how everybody feels. Okay. So, Cult of the Lamb, I agree. I think we should move it over. I think mm-hmm. it's a very good mm-hmm. game. You're going to take something um, off that list, aren't you? No, no, no. Okay. No. And then, yes, but uh, of, my, of mine. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to nominate two more locks. Okay. Okay. And then, and then we'll have a conversation for one final more lock, <laughs> and then, then we can start discussing placement. Yeah. I think, so Cult of the Lamb goes, mm-hmm. right? I oh. think then... Return to Monkey Island and tri- Triangle Strategy leave. Okay. Signalis and Atari move over. And then we have a discussion about Vampire Survivors and God of War. Okay, so I'll put in my two cents. Cult of the Lamb, definitely. Return to Monkey Island leave, definitely. Triangle Strategy leaving, definitely fine with it. Um, Atari for sure. Signalis, I'm going to give you good faith. That's not my genre. I've heard amazing things. I've read it on many a list this year on how good it is. I am willing to concede that Signalis make this list. I, so I am good with those have, things. I will bow to you and let you have that as well. And so then the discussion. Okay, so I'm going to do this, and then the discussion we're going to be having see how is the, for our final. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Our final place, between, right? Yes, final place on the list between Vampire Survivors and God of War. Now, Alex, I do want to float something else out here. Uh huh. Return to Monkey Island does not have to leave, <laughs> and it can be in that three-way discussion between leave, Vampire Survivors and Leave Monkey Island and, and we'll talk. Yep. If you would like. Yep. Leave Monkey Island. Yep, we'll, let's we'll do talk. that. Yeah. We can have a okay, discussion so about I will all just, three. I will save my... I'll, so I'll, look at, look at Christian manipulating the system. I know. He's so... He, he wants, he wants God of War off what? so bad he's willing to leave me compete against myself with... That is also... That's not against, true. Yeah. Vampire Survivors, yeah. So then I will say I will say my piece about triangle strategy. As it dies. It's lined So up. here's the thing. I think, you know, it is easily one of the most uh, ambitious tactics RPGs that I've ever played. 
uh, mainly because so many games in the genre so far that I've tried um, have tried to copy uh, things that either, most of them, to be honest, just try to, to copy uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and don't really try to do anything new or they try to, like, you know, do the same things. Um, and then, uh, but this game does, it completely forges its own new thing. And unlike some of the other games, every single character in the game matters. It's a whole part of the story. It's like a full, like the same way that a JRPG would, like every single character has a point in the story, has their own thing, like cutscenes with them, all the other stuff. So there's not, there's not the same sense that happens with some, like with like Fire Emblem and some other ones where, um, they're just like sort of what I consider to be like fodder units. Like if they die, then, you know, it sucks for your party mechanically, but it doesn't matter for you, um, narratively, right? Like I, like in Tactics Ogre Reborn right now, as much as I like that game, I have, uh, this Dragoon Knight that is in my party, but he has absolutely zero relevance to the story. Like if he died for whatever reason, I could just like hire a new one, put the equipment onto him and functionally outside of a few skill level stuff, functionally it's the same, it's the same character, right? Um, and so I think triangle strategy, opting to not do that and make it so that all the characters matter, you're always taking them into, like they're always showing up in the story and they bring that into the decision-making system for the game, for the, for the actual like overall narrative is awesome. And I think that it, if you are ever wanting to dip your toe into that genre, triangle strategy is easily, without a doubt, the game to start with. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you me cook? Here's the thing. I think that the real discussion here is between Return to Monkey Island and Vampire Survivors. All right, so <laughs> I, I will put this in here. Um, God of War Ragnarok is... It's essentially that game you paid for 2018 um, with a little bit of additive sure stuff, um, and the story is not bad. It's very well written, um, and it's on two of the three of our lists. So if this was the testing room podcast uh, list, I think it should go over that being can, said, to be fair, but that means, can, that can, means I, can I just say, off. can I just say I well, completed so 30, I completed 30 games this year, but I only had 10 or 10 like that came out in 2022. And originally I actually forgot about this game on my list. Yeah. So. I mean, so here's what I want to say. <laughs> Christian, before you go any further, uh, you were saying like, oh, and yeah, it comes off. Um, but also Atari 50 should, but I don't think it should. Um, yeah, that would, that's what no, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, is that my, my point is, is that I would fight for Vampire Survivors more than I would God of War Ragnarok. Interesting. I think that that is a, a healthy, healthy way to look sure. at that game. Why do you like Vampire Survivors better than God of War Ragnarok? It just pleases me more it, it it's just i i'm going through I, you have more fun. i don't feel that i'm playing that game to get through it 
when I'm playing God of War Ragnarok, I'm playing it feeling like I need to get through it. Even Alex, you said yourself, you skipped through the side missions like I just wanted to get through it. I just wanted to finish it and be done with it. Mm -hmm. Like you weren't going through the fillers, you weren't going through the side missions. Uh, neither was uh, neither am I now. Um, and even sometimes if I see a chest in the side, I'm like, do I really need that? Do I want to waste time going through that? I just want to kind of find out what happens in the story. Um, I feel, I feel that God of War could be cut because of the fact that both me and Alex just went through it to know the story. Um, it looks gorgeous. We have gotten it to this point because it's that good of a game. It's, we're not saying it's a bad game at all. We're not saying it's garbage. Obviously, well, it's, well, Alex called it a 6.5. It, well, Alex called it not in his top 10 until I mentioned it and then brought it back in his top 10 and took Midnight Suns out, which may be a better game. We'll find out later on by me um, when I'm playing more <laughs> of that later on this week. Um, but it's just, it's a beautiful game. It's well-written. It does good things, but I don't think... As far as our collective, I think we can kind of battle with the other two. So to me, I'll just say this here in, a, in an interesting sure. turn of events. I think if you look at, I think if you look at the scale, right? Like you pile up marbles on one side, marbles on the other. And I think about the fact that Vampire Survivors was like made by one person, like, and it's come, which is like a huge marble for it, right? It bumps it up as far as like how, where it deserves to be. And then I think the fact that one person is able to put it on every console except for Sony for some ungodly reason, like, that's another huge marble. So, like, that's really tipping the scales of Vampire Survivor. With that being said, I think. The story, the acting, the production quality. In the Return to Monkey Island makes it a lot. <laughs> the lore, the overall gameplay, and the amount of content personally, like if I had to weigh which I would probably play longer, um, if I had to choose, right? I might, I think I would say God of War Dad in Iraq beats out Vampire Survivors. Okay. Just so barely. Close. Alex, uh huh. We we're both talking about this being very close. Uh -huh. I kind of want to see the look on Christian's face. Do we want to take, get rid of Vampire Survivors and return to Monkey Island and put God of War Ragnarok as the last? Ten? No, hell no, no. Okay, so you're not going to fight for it outside of Monkey Island, correct? Correct. Then God of War goes. <laughs> Thank God, because we... I was going to say, if, if Alex was like, well, yeah, discussion. I'll let Monkey Island go. Like, <laughs> it was going to be an ugly discussion. Because I don't want to have to... I would, I, would, oh, I would end up fighting for either of these two games, one of which I haven't even played um, or seen anything from. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, so here's here's your here's the, the discussion last right debate. now. Uh -huh. the final Really debate quick, so I was going to do... The top tens. I'm just going to give everybody at home a visual... Visual With read over here. So, yeah. Yep. So, our locks right now are uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, uh, Shredder's Revenge, uh, Citizen Sleeper, Ollie Ollie World, Playtale Requiem, uh, Elden Ring, uh, parentheses, Gag, parentheses, uh, <laughs> Cult of the Lamb, Signalis, and Atari 50. With one spot left, 
And the two games that are on... I honestly did not see this one coming. Um, <laughs> but the two games on this list that are left are uh, Vampire Survivors and then Return to Monkey Island. Um, all right. So Both of which fair, are on almost every list that goes beyond 10, right? Like top 20, top 50, best games of the year in general. Like both of these games Vampire Survivors won are I th- on no it did not list. it did, it didn't win anything at the at the Keeleys it no. did well not. It, it, it doesn't matter no, um, it did it no. got snubbed just like everything, like everything else, else did. which is why Olive World is on our top 10 um so <laughs> I mean Cult of the Lamb nominated did not win uh Plague Tale yeah. nominated did not win Citizen Sleeper nominated did not win Olive so. World yeah got nominated yeah, did not win there was tons um um, uh, so yeah, Vampire Survivors and Return to Monkey Island. So Alex, give me a little more about this Monkey Island because I, I do want to play this. Like I said, I used to enjoy the the original game back in the day when it was on floppy yeah. disk. Um, just give me, just give me, pursue me. Just just push. So Monkey me. Island. So Monkey Island. This Return to Monkey Island. A game literally thirty years in the making. Right, where the original creators and writers of this game from Lucas Studios got together later in life as they've as they've moved on. I mean, these guys are in their 60s, right? And they've had story mm-hmm. careers and other places in gaming. And they realize they have one story they want to come back to. But they also understand that, like, they've all been through promotions. They've all been through layoffs and firings. They've all had kids. They've career changes. Across the country. Career, some career changes, like, completely. So they understood that coming back to the story that they wanted to tell had to be different. So 30 years in the making, what has happened is they've created this fun fairy tale adventure that picks up after the other two, like, not right where they left off, because in the meantime, your hero and heroine have had a kid. And this is a story about a dad telling his best adventure to his son in this awesome bonding moment while, like, making it fun, something to listen to, but also teaching him a few life lessons along the way. So it's a really endearing, heartwarming story. But on top of, like, the fun that the game story actually is... It is a modern point-and-click adventure, so everything feels good, everything feels smooth. You forget that you're actually playing a point-and-click game, right? Because, like, the movement, the animations are, are, are so updated with today's tech. The colors are fantastic. Um, but even the acting and, and the writing, I guess, if you will, because it's not really acted, per se, there is voice acting, but not in every scene. So even the writing is just so clever and quirky. I would put it on the level of creativeness of, like, a Citizen Sleeper. Not saying that, like, it's as emotionally deep as Citizen Sleeper, but there's not a miss. The quality right? of writing. Yeah, there's no, there's no, you don't see a line and you're just like, oh, like, what was that supposed to be, right? Like, there's just not a miss in its quality. Um, so it's a fantastic game. It has replay value. It has its own little set of, like, uh, achievements and challenges in a notebook that you keep and they encourage multiple playthroughs through things like uh, finishing the whole game in under two hours, which is something you would do on a second playthrough because the first you're actually like engaging in all the story. You're, you know, having to figure out the puzzles and, and so on, which can maybe pull you out a little bit where the second time around you're like, okay, I know what to do. I want to experience it again, just like bang, bang, bang. But I want to try and get the challenge of doing it fast or getting all the keys or, or so on. Um, so there's replay value. 
clever story, well-written, awesome production quality, 30 years in the making. It is a labor of love, like Vampire Survivors. But I think you're talking about one person probably early in their career, and it could go either way. They could keep making bangers, they could move on to a big studio, or maybe this is the only thing they ever do, where Return to Monkey Island is the culmination of these long careers in a game that is a perfect send-off for them. Now, really quick, Preston, Mm -hmm. before you get into yours... Are you sure you don't want to bring Kirby back? <laughs> I mean, do you think Kirby would be able to hang with Monkey Island? I don't think with his speech right there. Here's, as would. somebody who's <laughs> at least, I, so I, I watched a shit ton of Kirby. Yeah. And to me, I would sooner see the conversation between, and, I, and I've also played Vampire Survivors, to be, to be clear. You had um, Kirby vi- higher on your list. It was your number I did. one and I had a, game It was year. very good. Man, it was it's, very it's good. Personal, yeah, ten. Or it is very good, but I think Vampire Survivors to me is the perfect. Um, I, I have five minutes to do something. Yes, and so I'm just sort of gonna dick around with it real quick. But it is not a game that I would actively pursue. Whereas Kirby slash Return to Monkey Island were, are games that I just didn't happen to get to but that I actually am interested in. And like, not, especially not for from, nothing, Den of Geek actually has Wordle higher than Vampire Survivors by two slots this year. Well, that's... No, I, well, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I already hate that publication's name. I don't know anything about them, so I'm not willing to take their stuff into... But um, I will say, from an argument's perspective, I think... Kirby and Return to Monkey Island are very similar in that it has been a very long time. Not even a very long time. I don't think that Kirby has... This is Kirby's first transition into the full 3D space, correct? Outside or of just they, 3D he, sprites, yeah. It's As far as the 3D world, yes, you're correct. That is his is first, his first transition the and 3D realm. From yeah. all accounts, it was absolutely a smash hit. Yes. It was a fantastic Kirby game. And not only that, but there's a whole, after you beat it, there is a whole other game, which is par for the course for Kirby, but there is a whole other game yeah. to play right after so that. So I, probably, I could probably argue Kirby more than I could Vampire Survivors. Um, I think I would like to see Vampire Survivors more on the list than Kirby. Um, okay, but, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I can argue both of those. I mean, it just depends on what we want. I, I think Kirby is more of a me thing. Personally, I, that's why I'm saying is that I think f- for me is this somebody Kirby and Return to Monkey Island both occupy the same space for me, battle. which is yeah, for sure games that I missed but that I want to play. Whereas, like Vampire Survivors is a game that I have played and that I think is really really fun. And if we did, if we had, if we had done more separate awards for the um, for testies. the <laughs> for the testies, yeah. I think. I, if there was a separate category, I would have absolutely given Vampire Survivors its due in, you know, best indie, best sitting on the toilet game, like whatever the best you the got five way we game. wanted to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, but I would totally want to give it its props there because that's absolutely how I feel about it. Like, especially like I have on the Steam Deck, I have the mobile version, too. Um and they both, it's great. Like, it's very, very fun. It's fun to just mess around and sort of dick with and whatever, dick around yeah, with. But, get your expansions, um, get your weapon enhancements, get you this and that, yeah. get your unlocks. Yep. 
to characters. But I also my PlayStation my play sessions with it are super they're super limited. Like I don't think that I've ever played the game for longer than thirty minutes at a time. Like maybe. No, and that is, speaks to and how I, quick some of the I don't are, know right? that you it's meant to be played uh, differently than that, right? Like, I think that is the Maybe. intrigue and the draw of the game. Like, those, I've played the game. I've enjoyed it. That's how I play it, too, though. Like, I, I kind of get the feeling like that is the draw. That, that, that's a draw. Um, but also, like, someone like me who was, like, editing a podcast for three-plus hours, like, I, it's something I can put on and not have to pay attention to as far as, like, Listening to a story or anything like that matter, I just I can play this game and listen to a podcast or listen to me editing a podcast. Um, and if I need to pause and go back to the editing the podcast, I can. Um, luckily, both of you boys are very good at keeping with the uh, podcast, so most of those times I don't have to jump up and press pause. Um, but if I need to, I can press pause and go back into it. But uh, that's Vampire Survivors has become my my game while I'm editing a podcast. Um, sure. So. Other than that, I, I and I don't want to influence you at all. Like, if you want to fight for that, no, I mean, against I will fight to more to than Kirby. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring Kirby back into this. We already cut that. Um, but I, yeah, I would just say that Vampire Survivors has been my go-to as far as the uh, the other game I play, if you will, for everything else. Like, it's I can't play Witcher while I'm uh, listening to a uh, listen to a podcast or editing the podcast. Um, I can't, you know, play. Oh, I guess I could play all the world. Uh, I, I can't play Citizen Sleeper uh, while I'm trying to edit a podcast or listen to a podcast. Um, but yeah, Vampire Survivors is that one game that I can just, if I want to, I can just have it in the background and just do something fun with it um, outside of also playing it as well. Uh, so that would be the only like kind of like reason why I would push it forward. But also, I, I played the original Monkey Island. I did like that a lot. And the more... Alex talks about it, the more I really, really, really want to play Return to Monkey Island. Um, Maybe I'm just a good salesperson. Yeah, I'd be surprising, right? <laughs> no, I'm a good. I'm just saying, like maybe. Uh, no, maybe I, no, you are is, a good I'm salesperson. Just, like yeah, that is maybe that's partially it. also your job. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's Return to Monkey Island also has member berries there for me. So even though I didn't play it. Um, I, I I would be more in tune to pushing it forward towards the top ten uh, than Vampire Survivors. Um, it Vampire Survivors has had its say, um, and we've talked about it plenty. And the DLC is out now. It's like a dollar. Uh, the game itself is less it's than insane ten dollars, less than five dollars. It's also free on mobile. Yeah, like and it's free on Game Pass too. So it's just. Vampire Survivors is a phenomenal game. It's a fantastic number 11. Right there next to Kirby. I thought he was also going to say in God of War. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I mean, I left God of War there as funsies, but yeah, I would have I I died for Kirby more than God of War, probably. Okay. All right. Well, you... All right. I, so we're we're locking Return to Monkey Island. We're we locking are. it. So I can right. firmly say that I have played seven out of ten of these games this year. So I know numbers one through seven, which means we just have to debate eight, nine, and ten. So Atari Fifty, Signalis, yeah. and Ollie Ollie World, where are they gonna be? <laughs> I've played four. Of them. Yeah, I've played I think four of if anything, <laughs> I think if anything, we are talking about. 
uh, Return to Monkey Island, I think, is number ten. Um, okay. What Maybe. if though? We'll put it around there if you want to put there for the moment. How about this? Do we want to, do we want to just try to argue top five, bottom five? Right I was saying now? let's talk about top five real quick. Ooh. No, no, Wait. no. I mean like yeah, when yeah. we're arranging so them, putting them, tossing like not ranking them, but like just tossing them in the top five or bottom five. Yes. So we'll just do top five, bottom five. So I'll let's let's. I would say this. top five, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak definitely gets top five, one thousand percent. No you, jokes. You know. Yeah. I would say I would say that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Do we? Do you agree with that, Alex? In the one through five, Monster Hunter Rise. Which we don't know where yeah, it's yeah. going to be, but I think Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is going to be a top five. It game. should be in our top five. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. We put uh, we we all all three of us put a hundred and fucking yeah. like yep. eighty hours. In yep. It should Absolutely. be there. It, it definitely needs to be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna delete it from here. Please sell contents. There we go. I would also state that a uh, Citizen Sleeper needs to be in the top five. I'm okay with that. What? If we need to have another conversation, if we, we can, if we there's can other conversations later, that yeah. want to be had, we can do that. I but think, I think I'm okay Citizen with Sleeper that. should be in the top I'm, five. Yep, I agree. As far as our discussions, okay. yeah, yep. And then I will shove for a moment, for and let you guys <laughs> do, do some more. But yeah, that that's my obvious locks. I felt in my head. Uh, based on this list, I'm gonna say Plague Tale Requiem top five. I'll leave that up to you too. I, yeah, that's yeah, Christian. You I know. am. Let me see. Let me just see where I'm thinking. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm absolutely not opposed to that. I'm just yeah. sort of. I am thinking. I. Oh, there's only two. No, there's three spots left on the top. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with it. I'll just say that I did not play it, but I'm not a big fan of stealth games as well. But from what I've watched, seems like a great game. Looks very pretty, and also that ending. And they tune the weird. They tune the stealth down. Yeah, they uh, did in this one. They let you play how you want to play. Yeah, yeah, you can go kind of balls to the wall with it. I think so. Return to Monkey. Hold on. I think Return to Monkey Island and Atari 50 are both bottom five. Yeah, but we're not there yet. We're talking top five. Let me just say this real quick. No, we are. We're talking, we're talking about all of them. Let me just let me just say this. I, I agree, but let me just say this. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna move them. Yeah, I have a feeling, Christian, that there's one one of the two of the games that you played deserve to be in the top five, right? Whether you're one gonna the- fight between Atari 50 or Signalis, I have a feeling that you're probably gonna push for one of those to be the top five. And I don't disagree. I think no, one of those two. I already I already put it. I already put it in the bottom five. Okay. I think Atari Fifty is cool as it is. Sure. I think. Then Signalis. Both of you only right. care. Yeah. So I would. Yeah. yeah. Between yeah. I, it, the two games that I played, it would either be Signalis or Ollie Ollie World. Yeah. Okay. So. For the last two spots of the top five. Totally get it. And I think that Signalis probably deserves to be there. I mean, I've looked at a ton of freaking lists. I have a bunch of lists up on my computer now just to see. You know, like how what we thought compared to what a lot of writers thought and so on. And Signalis is in the top 10 list of every single one. So I totally get it. With that being said, there's a game that you did not have on your list. There's a game that topped my entire list that Mm -hmm. by the law of averages at minimum has to be five. And that's Elden Ring. Uh, If you are willing... (laughs) If you are willing to have that be at five, I am willing to talk to. I will. I'm not. Can, I'm not confirming that it's number five, 
but I it know, has to I'm be saying, at minimum no lower than five. It doesn't have to be anything. It absolutely like does. It doesn't because we can have discussions that can sway people's hearts and minds. Well, here. then I would say now put it in the top five because I would also agree based on my Twitch watching. And how much but I love watching. If that we are talking about it being at five, then I'm willing to just leave it yes, alone. At and minimum, I it is minimum top five. five. Let's put it on five. No, no, no. Nope. It put it in nope. five. It we're makes not, the top. We're discussing numbers right it now. Absolutely it absolutely makes the top. Why does it? Because you just said the words. You're if it's at number five, you're willing if to put it, which no. means it makes the top five. Meaning that I'm thinking that at at the most no I understand highest, what you're saying the but highest it, but it's it number five yeah, minimum like, is number five yeah, yeah minimum is really number five because if it, if we were talking about it sure I would sooner put especially about games that we've all played I would sooner put like if we're having an actual discussion about the last four games that are left. I would do Ollie Ollie World and Shredder's Revenge. Both those games I'm sure are great games. Shredder's Revenge I played with you. It is not better than Elden Ring. I absolutely disagree. It is 100% not. No, I, if we're talking about what the games that are on this list and a game that deserves to be in the top five more, mm-hmm. Shredder's Revenge yep. deserves to be more yep. than Elden Ring. No. Okay, so right now we have I three. Hear, I hear the words you're saying, but it's not true. <laughs> Hold up, boys. Right now we have three in the top five. Yeah. We're not, we're not numbering them. Right. I think Elden Ring goes there. And I think Ollie yep. Iward goes there. Ooh. So here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. No, I, no, it, it could be this. number five, I, man. I actually... So Elden Ring, I agree, needs to go. So that's two to one. Now, here's the thing. I did not play Signalis. I did not play Ollie Ollie World either. I have not even watched them on Twitch. I mean, I do. I've seen some on Ollie Ollie World, so I know a little bit about that. But that that Signalis Ollie Ollie World conversation has to be a YouTube conversation. As in Signalis or all, but that is we don't. It doesn't have to be or like we, not, like I, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't understand. So Elden, Elden Ring is in the top five. It's just not by by, by democracy. Well, I'm five. sorry. What are what are you are you going with the like electoral college rules over here? You have two people that thinks it deserves we to be in the top five right now. Tons person. of things to say. You said power. You said <laughs> the words. Cheap. If it's at number five. Then I'm willing to move it over. That's exactly what you said. Right. And I say it deserves to be in the top five. We're not ranking those yet. So we can have the discussion of where in the top five it falls. And that's fine. <laughs> and if it ends up being five, I totally get it. But you, you, is you, where, you as abso- where... You are lying. But, you absolutely no, don't get it. I do. But <laughs> if you're nominating top and bottom by the own rules that you've established right now, this deserves to be uh, listed in the top. So Elden Ring... I unfortunately move yeah, to the top. Is the top whatever? Ugh. I can't wait. Now to move it back <laughs> I was fine with <laughs> Signalis being over there too because you have never steered me wrong when it comes to games. However, Preston brought up a good point, and he's vouching for Ollie Ollie World. But I didn't play either of those two. So which one is in the top five here? Like as we're breaking them out, that's going to be up to you two because I I don't really have like a, a credible dog in this fight. All right, Christian. I I can just tell you which one I would rather you know, play you know, personally. Christian knows what I want too, but also like I appreciate Christian's love for horror and survivor horror games, and I hear that uh, um, Signalis is a top top tier version of those. So if Christian wants to make the uh, the point and put Signalis up there in that top five, 
I will give it to him let, because I let me if, just say a is probably better than Elden Ring. But um, I yeah, I just I don't know. Ollie Ollie World. Let I, me just say, Preston, both of these games, Ollie Ollie and Signalis, are consistently ranked in top games of the year. Both of them were nominated for the same amount of awards this year at the game show. So clearly, people are split. Well, if you okay. if you, you feel strongly the, the about Ollie Ollie World, into this. if you if you feel I'm just saying if you feel strongly for Ollie Ollie World, then you can say that it's okay because I you're did. not like people of. I just agree. said some people. Mm. Agree. Christian is very well aware of how I feel about Ollie Ollie World, but also I want to give him some type of backing for Signalis as well, uh, because yeah, we don't I have a lot. Of, we don't have any horror games on this outside of Signalis, and I feel that which is odd because we watched him play like two or three <laughs> horror games this year and Signalis was not one of them. Um, so Christian, we can talk about moving things around mm. if you want to, we can, we can, we can make arguments later on, mm-hmm. but if you were to choose right now with what we have being Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, Sisson Sleeper, Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring in the top right now, as far as the four out of five, then we have the bottom being Return to Monkey Island, Tori 50, would you rather see Ali Iwell or Signalis in the top five? I mean, it's got to be Signalis. <laughs> it's got to be Ali Ali. I'd rather see them both yeah. because they're both better. But anyway, um, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go Ali Ali World. Okay. Mostly because I think that of the two. It is the most accessible. You seem so bothered. Out of them. Rubbing his forehead. You're like rubbing your forehead. (laughs) I am. I'm so irritated because both of these games are so much better than Elden Ring by just... And I and I don't even like saying that in that tone of voice because it makes it sound like I don't like Elden Ring, which is not the case. It's our top ten, man. These aren't bad games. None of these games are bad. At all? No, period. I know. Like, it's, but I it's just, the, the, the tone of my voice is is reflecting that, like I, because I, Alex is going to be like, you liked it at one point and now you hate it, even though that is just <laughs> not the case, and it's it not like at it. all what I had said ever. Doesn't sound but, like it. But yeah, I'm sure it does now. But I think that from a content perspective, both of these games are better overall packages if I'm grading at the whole level and but in general between the two of them I think Ollie Ollie World is is okay. more deserving to be on this list because it is, it is more accessible and it is easier for people to enjoy and have fun with whereas like Ollie Ollie World is something that even though as somebody who doesn't typically like a lot of uh, sports games in general, like Alex, like I think you, I've never, I don't, I don't think that I've seen you play like, and what I mean by sports games is games like or extreme sports ones. Like I've never seen you pick up Tony Hawk or. Actually, like, I played them all on like PlayStation and PlayStation Two back in the day. I just haven't played original back in the day. But I'm saying like when I the remakes came, really, like yeah. you're just not no. Yeah, and like, especially anything that has to do with like high score times or anything yeah. like random. Like you usually oddly enough, like, oddly enough, but, I did pick up New Need for Speed the other day. I'll talk about that in another week. Oh, but, nice. Uh, yeah, I do, I like racing but, games, but yeah. But I think 
even you would have an easier time picking up and enjoying Ali Ali World because of how lackadaisical its approach is. It's very to different. Yeah. Its barrier of entry, whereas Signalis, even though that I think it is easily like probably it is in the discussion for top five survival horror games of all time period like in, in general if you do not like survival horror games you still will not enjoy signalis it's not going to do anything yeah. to change your like it still has that same tension the same, the same yeah everything so i am i think okay between the two of them ollie ollie world can can oh, move on the world Monster Rise Sunbreak, Season Sleeper, Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring is in the top five so far, and not in any particular order. And then we have Return to Monkey Island, Atari 50, Signalis, Cult of the Lamb, and Shredder's Revenge in our bottom five. Boys, how do we want to do this? Do we do we do we feel like we have a lock for number one, or do we want to hold that? No, back we clearly we we clearly go in reverse order. Ten, ten to you one. Want, you want, so you want, you want, you want to do the bottom five first? Okay. Absolutely. All right. That, that's Absolutely. Better. That's a show. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. So right. I will go ahead and already make a nomination. Maybe we'll make this super quick and easy. Sure. But based off the bottom games that I see, I would say the one that deserves to be the least highest, aka ten, because we want to be positive here, um, <laughs> would be Return to Monkey Island. I would agree. Sure. I had Cult yeah, of Lamb higher on my own list. Shredder's Revenge, I had a ton of fun with all of you guys. And, you know, Atari made a labor of love. I totally get it. And, and the work they've done to remake stuff and Signalis, um, where it constantly falls and how much people really appreciate it. I think Return to Monkey Island, it's a fair number 10. I agree. I think I would Return agree. to Monkey Island is good. 10. It's um, number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Return to Monkey Island. All right. I would say Christian, I don't I don't know anything about Excel at all. Like, let me just say, like, I know nothing about Excel. I feel like moving these things around. There has to be a better way. I don't know it. I'm just saying somebody probably knows a better way at moving shit back. And I know. Forth I'm sure currently. there's like a little <laughs> like a fucking keyboard shortcut that I could do for some of this stuff. It's fast. You're fine, buddy. I'm just. I'm not, not joking. I, I will do You're everything fine. in my power to yeah. not learn Excel. And it's not care. recorded in video, so no, it's no not cares. a skill that I'll ever need yeah. either. Um, <laughs> in that same vein, mm-hmm. I think a solid number nine is Atari Fifty again, okay. another game that only I have played. Um, I think personally, like it was obviously very high up on my list, um, but. Uh, it also, you know, it's one of those games I think still, or one of those projects even, I think only still hits for some people, right? And even only parts of it might hit for some. So like for Alex, like I think you'd be very interested in the documentary portion, Uh but I think you would skip past all the games, even the reimagined ones. Like you might pop in and see what it's about, but Unless it does something truly marvelous, like you will, you wouldn't even give it a, a chance. I well, know man, you; you would skip past it. And you, you know my it, feelings on preservation and some of that old stuff, so I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, you want it right in the trash. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> whereas true. Preston, I think you would you would get just as much out of this game as I did, yeah. but you just you didn't get around to I it. Got to, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so I think as 
and, and I especially like if we had a labor, I think we even we did have a labor of love category. Um, mm-hmm. But Atari 50 is and if you clearly look on other people, like other people have it that I, everybody has spoken highly about this thing. And I hope that it leads to I hope this is the style that they do from now on. Like I hope I hope all the old companies from the 80s and 90s get one. Um, I'd even love to say I'd love to see current day companies. I don't think that current day companies would allow this much exposure, right? But I would love to see. I mean, God, dude, like, could you imagine? Like, what if, like, what if Capcom got one, right? Sega like, got and one. like Capcom releases their own collections all the time. But like, if you had like early days of like wild ass Capcom games that came out, and then getting fucking like all the developers come back and like tell crazy stories about the development. Like if we could actually hear, like we always heard, you know, random stories about the, the big five, um, in early Capcom days where they were developing those five titles for Nintendo for the GameCube. And three of them ended up becoming, or three of them were supposed to be resident evil four. And they all turned into different games by the end of it and all that other stuff. Like one of them ended up being devil may cry. Like if we could actually hear those kind of stories and hear the stuff in the back, like it'd be so cool. But um, yeah, I think it, that was just sort of my little piece on it. But I think that it being at number nine makes total sense. For the same reason that Return to Monkey Island is is at ten. Again, this doesn't I, make it a bad game. This is just no, yeah. None of these, none of the games on this. We would delete a lot game. more games before we got here. <laughs> yeah, and also all the games we deleted weren't bad games either. Correct. Like they, yeah, they were, correct. you know, everybody's top ten. But does anybody have any? No, issues. I mean, the only thing I can think no. of is maybe Cold of Lamb goes below it, but that's the only thing I would argue about that. But also, I, I enjoyed what I was seeing about Cold of Lamb, which I think might be, if you want to continue with this conversation, Cold of Lamb may be right above that. Hmm. I mean, I think we're going to talk about Signal I probably Shredder's Revenge, personally. I'm... I may have been thinking the same thing. <laughs> so if you two want to argue about this with me, uh, real quick. Shred's Revenge is a but fucking treat. And we have, bo- all is. of us it have very had much a is. great time playing this game. Uh, again, many playthroughs, just a phenomenal left to right side scroller as far as an action game. And going through there, having fun up. with it. It's just, I did not play Cult of the Lamb did I watch a bunch of Trish streams and was I part of some people's cults? Yes. Um, but fine. I can see Shredder's Revenge. Was, being was Shredder's Revenge higher or lower on the list than the other Turtles game that you played? It was higher. It was higher. It yeah, was because higher. We, we talked about Cowbunga Collection and then you're like, oh, I he had, he had Shredder's Revenge at number four. I, believe. Yeah. I can't remember which one you had higher. Yeah, that's uh, okay. that was that's a big. Calabunga was like at eight or seven. Yeah, I think. It's around yeah. That. yeah, it was in my bottom half, but yeah, Shredder's Revenge was in my top half. I think Shredder's Revenge was a fantastic game. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's well flawless. Done. Made it, by Digital Eclipse. Yeah, it, it had it had a lot of fun. I'm sorry, Digital Eclipse. I'm sorry, not them. It is a beat 'em up. So in my personal, just personally, my personal genre, it falls a little bit lower. Fair. Um. Whoever made Shredder's Revenge did a great job. Uh, Cult of the Lamb was put out by Devolver, who, like Annapurna, just seemed to buy up everything and put out more hits than misses. Yeah. 
Um, I think my own personal list had like four games this year off of really or on that list that were from Devolver. Yeah, you were saying so that, yeah. I, I think personally, but again, like it's the one I put more time into, right? Like I did everything Cult of the Lamb had to offer minus that like winter DLC they just put out the other day. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was a well done game. Um, All right. So Stress Revenge, then I'd say Cult of the Lamb, and then Signals. I'm okay with that. Anyone want to debate that? No, I'm okay with that. Do you want? Are you? You, you seem like you want to debate Cult of the Lamb and Signalis. Nope. Okay. No. no. Yeah. I no, think I'll, I'll give you so, Signalis. Yeah, for her, one thousand percent. So here, I yeah, I think for me, just for Cult of the Lamb, just to get my little two cents out there, is I think Cult of the Lamb. It is. I I think the reason I would put it above Shredder's Revenge is because. Um. Cult of the Lamb or uh, Shredder's Revenge is a very, very good beat 'em up, and for me personally, it is a really good return to form for old uh, that style that River City Girls kind of like, like uh, uh, arcade yeah, games, Double Dragon, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Cult of the Lamb is a more ambitious marrying sure. of two genres. Yeah. Village Builder that, and roguelike. That I don't know that I've seen people ever really like attempt um and sort of having those two genres feed into each other in a way that i don't know that anybody had thought about doing it's before very well yes and so yeah. that's for me personally that's why i would put it above it, it is very a cult kind and, of deal and i could fantastic i could be wrong but i feel like there's some sort of commentary about religion in there somewhere I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, yeah I, I don't know where it would be, but I think that they're very well, they're very well could be. It's funny. All right. Well, look, that rounds out the bottom five. So number 10, Return to Monkey Island. Number nine, Atari 50. Number eight, Shredder's Revenge. Number seven, Call to the Lamb. And number six, Signalis. And thus we move... To the bottom five. To the great debate. I no, have the top five. I or the top five. I have a number five in mind, and I know I'm probably gonna get shit about this. We might have different opinions here, but let me just throw it out there and see what you say. Sure. So I think there's a game on this list that we've had so much fun with. You, you put a lot of time into and everything. However, it's not truly its own unique standalone title and it's it, it, like I made an argument earlier around Gran Turismo it's it's something you would expect though they built on it it is it is meant to be a banger and it was a banger I think a solid number five a strong number five mm -hmm. is Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak oh I I would not we had a yeah, lot I can't of fun there I can't. No. We had a lot of fun, but you know, it was it built on Rise, which was already a strong game, and in our top ten last year. So it's not like they did anything overly ambitious, but it's also not like they lost a step either. So, I I disagree. Right? I, uh, yeah, I, okay. I, I say no. But I, I would say okay. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. They didn't do anything overly ambitious. Go ahead. Yeah, Alex. No, that's what I was gonna say. I just I think they okay. was a great oh. game. Yeah, but they just, they kept they, they the kept same. in stride. Yeah. With where it was, I I loved it. I would put more time in it. We could pick it. You could tell me, let's go pick it up tonight, and I would say, let's do it. But with that being said, if I look at the quality of games that came out this year, 
and the things that were maybe a little newer and, and maybe stood out a bit. I think that we've had two solid years with Monster Hunter Rise and five is a solid place for it. Okay. Well, uh, I think me and Christian both agree in saying that Elden Ring goes number five. There's no fucking way. Absolutely. There's no fucking way. Especially if we're, if we're comparing <laughs> it. Elden Ring, the, the Eld, Elden Ring tops every category across I don't the hair board. This, because that, it is that a is the good worst argument. No, 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 no. Because it is a it good is. game. Dude, it is. It is a complete it game. It is a good game. It is so well produced. It offers you so much. I would be willing to say, like, I would even be willing to give, like, maybe Elden Ring's not number one. I get it. Not number two. I get it. And if you want to make an argument for three and four, but there's no way. And look, I'm sure Ali Ali World is fantastic. Monster Hunter Rise Don't was amazing. Ali, Ali, Don't do that. You're not going to be safe there. <laughs> Be safe where? All the Ollie World almost didn't even make it on this list. So, it made it on the top, top ten list. I'm just, it made top five because we were debating it, but it could have fallen in the bottom five and Christian no, would not have would cared. Not have. So could have Elden Ring. No. It could have fallen in the bottom five and Christian would not have cared. Uh, that's, no, that's not true. Not I wanted I wanted Ali Ali World and Signalis to be in the top five. You instead did. Of, no, I I know, but it just say you would have been fine if we would have made concessions. You would have been fine with it being in the bottom list. All I'm saying is. Elden Ring, top four. Absolutely. I would concede four because I personally like Plague Tale Requiem better. But like, literally, you are finding reasons no, at this point to say that like Ollie Ollie World is better not like Elden Ring. Because Christian, I remember how much fun you, you were losing your mind over some of the things that happened in the game. And not to say, not to say that stuff doesn't happen in the later eight months that change your opinion, right? Not to say that, like, oh, wow, now that I've played this game after the fact, like, it was really good, it moves up on the list, I get it. But with as good as, you, as some of these games have been, there are only a few that I have heard you fawn over this year. And if you were to compare the two, if you were to go back and listen to, like, the week you first played Ollie Ollie World and the week you first played Elden Ring, you are higher on Elden Ring and the game that it was not. over Ollie Ollie World. You absolutely Definitely were. not. Absolutely. No, I, if, yep. if anything, they, you were, nothing... they were equal. Okay. If anything, they were equal. And then at, and then Ollie Ollie World has maintained and stayed, yeah. whereas Elden Ring yeah. has not. But and I, I don't even know why I'm baited into Ollie Ollie the World. First week. Because I even said Sunbreak should be lower just because it's not bad, yeah, so but it's I'm not better. Than, that it's, it's not higher than what the last one was. So here's the thing. I think that there's... I have so much to unpack there. <laughs> one, the fact that Elden Ring is the number one on everybody else's list, I could not care less, and I don't think that that even factors into any decisions that we're making here, because we constantly lambast all of those publications for their horrid decision-making when it comes to ranking games, listing games, whatever. We did a whole episode on this podcast about how IGN's Top 100 is a travesty. So the yeah, fact that them I'm not just talking Kotaku about those publications, whatever, though. Like, I don't care. Friends, people that have played it, like, everybody has that game so high. Do oh, people... Dude, that's, it is yeah, one of the... Every it, is, it is the most... It leads in two ridiculous categories. It is the most completed game this year. It is also the and, most quit, which and, means more people tried it, but a ton of people loved it. And also, yes, because from software games have this huge zeitgeist around them because they have 
corner the market on oh these games are so hard get good you fucking nerds or whatever and then also on top of that you have so many people that were picking it up playing it wanting to try it for the first Mm -hmm. time because a bunch of publications came out and said that it was easily the most accessible souls game of all time and that if you even if you don't like souls this is the one to start and try and that shows with the number of people that quit and didn't want to play it anymore it i would i would agree saying it is the most accessible i would too yeah but I think that it shows that it's still I think that it's still a Souls game. It's not absolutely in any way. Sure. And so that's why people tried it thinking that it was going to be one thing and then quit it when they realized it's but, the same thing. But that's not fair to, to say it doesn't deserve now, to be higher than number five, maybe number four, because if you're going by that Monster Hunter Rise isn't so different than that. The Sunbreak isn't different than Rise itself. From a when, content perspective, from a content perspective, Sunbreak has absolutely and I agree. I don't think that Sunbreak is is number one. No, I'm not, like it's no, not what I'm arguing for. Yeah. But do I think that if I'm gonna do a five and four, it would be Elden Ring and then Sunbreak? Exactly. Number four, Elden Ring. Number five is Sunbreak. No, yes. because Sunbreak and uh, compared to Elden Ring has absolutely zero fat on it, and there is at least thirty five percent of Elden Ring that should be cut. I it, I don't and, and, and I don't disagree. That, I don't disagree. But that doesn't mean not even not even no. should be cut is ap- actively mm-hmm. actively worthless and on top of that hurts its own narrative. There are no. there are there are bosses in that game mm-hmm. that are a- that actively work against the game. The and and I will even like going from a, a quality of ending the ending in El- no 95% of the endings in Elden Ring are garbage like actually bad like not even like not even just like hyperbole of like cuz Elden Ring is a very good game but the endings in that are actually bad and should be like more people should be mad about them but they're not because these games are fucking bulletproof just like Nintendo games and all this other stuff where people will just let it go and do whatever but if you if you are a casual player and you are playing through that game chances are you are going to get one of the seven generic endings that is literally the they recorded the exact same thing except they changed one word of dialogue and they put a, a shitty instagram filter over the scene and that was it that is what you got for you spending all the time in that game and not to mention that the last boss the thing that you get the, 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 that you have to fight to get that shitty ending is also one of the worst bosses they've ever done that the Elden beast and i know that you agree because all you did was bitch about it the entire time that i was playing it with you and i agree with you because i was also agreeing with you the whole time talking about how it wasn't great they have a fight in horalu and i will even concede that radagon or whatever is okay but it is not as good as Horlu. The game should have ended there, and then you have two boss fights after that one that are significantly worse than the ones that came before them by orders of magnitude. And then, out of that, you have to then go through this crazy side quest stuff to get the only good ending that that game has, which is Ronnie's ending, which is the only one that's worth getting, in my opinion. And not only that, but then throughout the game, you have so many times where the game is begging you to go and explore this world, which is fantastic. It's, a, it's how it should. And it works in a way that when you see something over on the side of the cliff or you see something somewhere, your immediate thought is, I'm going to go check that out. That looks like a thing that I can go look at. 
But as the game goes on, it starts to show how much stuff was put in there just for being put in their sake. There's so many times that you run up against something, you go to look at something, and it is not, it's something that not, you've not seen once, not seen twice, not seen three, but sometimes four or five times. The, the, and the dungeons will be the exact same, and then you get in, and what am I greeted with when I get through a dungeon that is kind of samey to the one that I have fought before? Another Cat Tower statue boss. And I'm just asking, why? Why was this here? It didn't need to be here. It serves no lore purpose either. It's literally just here because you needed to put something here because you wanted to have an excuse to have your world be massive for absolutely no reason other than the sake of being big. That's it. Okay. And then you have other side bosses that go actively against the thing that you're trying to do where you have the the fucking spider eldritch thing i think i think you only have one boss that actively goes against itself which is the estelle and you have well i would say that they all the repeated ones do but not i mean there's no lore to those others right like those other mini bosses estelle is the only one that has lore to it it literally talks about how it is one of this like it's this well no the other one is the fucking meteorite things those things that show up six times or three times but you're sitting there with the estelle one and it fucking comes out of this weird like rift thing and you're like oh okay right on like uh, this seems nuts and then you look at the the boss thing that you get for it and it starts talking about how it's this other dimensionally being that like brought the sky down and all this other stuff and you're like oh this thing created the sunken city radical but then they use it again and you go, oh, that's weird. And it is put in a random cave where it's just sticking out of the wall. And you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. You like based on the description that I got before, you shouldn't even be here. This seems like this is a mistake, but it's not. They just put it there. And then even in that own sunken city, they have one that's just a regular enemy. Two of them that just spit shit at you. And it's literally the same thing, except it has less arms, but it's the same enemy and it just spits things at you. And But it, they're just regular enemies. Oh, okay. So then I guess everything that you wrote, that one, that one was special, but it comes clearly just of a race of these things that just hang out in the cosmos and just look for planets to fuck with, I guess, because that makes sense. And then... You have the same thing with the gravity fucking monsters or whatever, like the little, the stone horse things. Mm-hmm. And you had to do that three times. I okay, just, but, but, just, let me say, but let me say this. This isn't anything we haven't complained about in the past, right? But I disagree with a couple things. You said 35% should be cut out. For you and I, yeah, 35%, it could be 35% shorter, and we would think it was a better game. But it Absolutely. doesn't mean it doesn't deserve to be there because for the people that get into this game that all they want to do is beat everything it has to offer, when they duplicate those bosses, they maybe give you two or three versions or they make them harder. Like That's a challenge for those people, but there's nothing story or side questy that pushes you to experience that if you don't want to. So it is solely I, something. I totally disagree. No, that's that's it's solely those, those there for the people that want. Those side quests do send you into those areas. 
There's only like eight side quests in that stupid game. They have chains and like multiples of them, but there's not even that yes, many. But that's no. Yeah, yes, but those those chains no. have like a couple. A couple of them, them send you to those cat bosses. That I totally get. But like the Estelle bosses are not part of the quest chains. Some of those other bosses that are like the bigger bosses that they made smaller. Just but they to, like, they but become no, part of those but, quest chains when I'm in those areas exploring and looking for those things. And if I'm not using a guide to tell me exactly where to go mm-hmm. to beeline it. For wherever mm-hmm. I'm going, if I'm in that snow area yeah. and I'm looking for the next part of the Al- the um, the Alpinode girl, the the fucking lady on the bow with the wolf, if I'm looking for her next area, nine times out of ten, I'm going to run into that cave that has the other Estelle boss. No, I abs- how I didn't run into the other ones. I knew it existed, but I didn't run into the other ones exploring. I explored a shit ton of that game. Here's what I'm saying. But you here, also no, were here, using a guide. I didn't use a guide for that. For the side quest to make sure you didn't no, I didn't because I didn't even I didn't even do them all. I didn't use a guide for that. You did the ones that needed trophies. I did two of them, and the only one I really used a guide for was the uh, the one that got you one of the endings, right? Because there was a secret area that I didn't know about, and I needed to know how to get to that. Just saying, like it's that's there for the people that want to play it. I totally get it. So does that make it bad? No. Does it make it bloated? Yes. But the content, even with the bloat, and Sunbreak is good. Is, is good. And is, but Sunbreak's also not different from the game that it's part of. It's it's an I expansion think- piece. It's look. It just because it's as big and has more content, it is an expansion to a game that already existed with variants of monsters that were you've already fought. There are a few unique ones. But otherwise, they are variants to monsters in the same game that made our top ten last year. Five is so fucking reputable, but you're talking about a game that's brand new, right? That offered players new stuff, but it, it was accessible. And it's not. It and was, that's the. No, it, 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 was, it is not that brand new. It is just not. Not to to a lot of people this year. It was brand new because it was the most accessible game. Right, but sure, but Sunbreak could be brand new to people who just played Monster Hunter. But was it? It probably wasn't. Up. Not to the scale that this you can't was. Say like, that. I can't. It it didn't sell as much. You don't have as many active players, and that's coming from a company that puts out nothing but bangers. Again, I'm not shitting on this game. It's an amazing company and an amazing game. I also disagree with your ending statement because I don't view those seven like voiceovers as the ending. I view the three choices you get to make as the real ending, and I thought the three unique choices there. You can't do that because they are are the endings. I know, but they're those are are part of the ending because you get a trophy for one. Those for them. Not for all seven of them. You just have to get one. No, but you have to get one of them. Okay, it watched the end credits. Here you go. But those other three choices you make that are part of the ending that actually change, like, what the world is come after those you. Those are still the ending. Those are good. Those are better. No, they're those not. are better. Absolutely, they are. No. Yeah, the, the, the Fury ending was fantastic. Oh, no, nothing happens. You, <clears throat> they're not going to give you, you a cinematic. That game doesn't give you cinematics <laughs> for anything. It's all just written lore. You have to infer most true. of your own Ronnie's stuff. ending has a whole separate cinematic for it. They're, they're like base story cinematics. You're not seeing like active motion capture and people fighting and telling this Ronnie's big, ending story. absolutely has that. No, There's the whole all, situation that you're sitting on that little weird fucking celestial platform with her and you're talking and you kneel down you do the whole thing. Yes. yes that and, has and the its own fir- thing. And the, and the Fury ending has something similar but I'm just saying like it, No, it does not. It does. It cuts to a As scene you g- and all it is is you going on like this fire. and your head's on fire. Yeah. That's it. Yes. 
Those are not Th- bad no, endings. Nothing happened. Those are not bad endings. Yes, those they are, are they're absolutely happens. not bad. There endings. is absolutely zero substance to that. They are not. It literally cuts bad to a, a character of your character naked with his head on fire. You're, That's you're, it. but but again, you're saying you're comparing this to like, oh hey, another big monster about to ruin our island. Nope, we better because you stop know that it the before they Sunbreak do. was way more satisfying than the one to Elden than any of the ones to Elden Ring. I disagree. The, I completely the, disagree. Look, again, the game's not bad. The, even, I'm I'll just making a case. I'll even this go game. to the last boss fight. The last boss fight for Sunbreak is Narwa, so much more engaging Narwa, than the shitty no, two Nar- bosses in a row for Elden Ring. Narwa was not even that good of a boss fight. It was outdone by almost every other fight in that game. And the fights that came after is the free expansions, like the freaking like rocket monster, some of the others, or like the one that goes invisible. Those are even better fights than that Narwhal fight rise. at the that's, end that, of the that's, game. That, that's not in Sunbreak. No, the, the monsters that have been added to Sunbreak since release have been better than that wasn't the end of, that but the end of Sunbreak wasn't Narwhal. That was in the base game of Rise. No, but they come together. That was in Sunbreak. No, yes, but the actual yes. ending of Sunbreak and Master Rank is the one, the, the giant fight where they're airdropping turrets for you to jump up and run into and shoot at, and it's the giant. It's the one that shoots the beam across and like blows through oh, a whole. Sorry, one of the, the boats one when they, you know how they combine to be the gold and the blue one together. That's this game. Yeah, but that's, but that's yes, but that's but that not fight, the actual final boss. Yeah. Still, those fights aren't any it's more. It's a totally, completely different. Those monster. fights aren't any more engaging, and the ending wasn't any better than what Elden Ring was. In Ab- fact, the yes, ending. Was- the, in fact, the ending was again more of the same because big monster threatening island or threatening other monsters. The, go to the be- actual last. Not fight saying in it's Sunbreak. bad. I'm just. De- I'm not. just debating your fact that you said, but it's a better actual- ending than any of the others. In Elden Ring, the actual the ac- so one, it's way more satisfying because at least I have like I five minutes worth of of dialogue to actually hear and know what's happening in the world and know what getting what getting the to see getting to see the were. ending is satisfying enough after like that boss Whereas, rush that you have and in Elden I will Ring. say the last the last boss those last two bosses suck ass and you said it yourself like Radagon is not that fun and Elden Rad- Beast not- is even. And is even less fun than him. No, I, I agree with the Elden Beast being less fun than the one before it. But all those boss, ru- boss rushes coming up, you have Al- Malekith, the Black ba- Blade, which is fantastic. You have Horalu and Godfrey, which were fantastic, right? Like you have an amazing rush. Godfrey and Horalu is that Malekith is in a totally different zone, and you can you can get to that zone anywhere near before the end. So that doesn't. That doesn't. That is the order that you did it in, but that is not the final boss rush. The final boss rush is when you are at that last door, and it is Horalu slash Godfrey. No, because you even you have a break before you go. You beat Godfrey Horalu. You run upstairs. You have some dialogue. You go. No, they give no. They give you a checkpoint, but it's in the same arena. It's just a cutscene, but it's the same arena. Like there's no. But that's why I'm saying those. There's that fight, Mm -hmm. and then there is Radagon, and then there's the Elden Beast, and Radagon and the Elden Beast, especially when you are comparing them to Horalu and Godfrey, are way worse fights. Way worse fights. You're gonna have to look. It's not Radagon because Radagon is the stupid wolf thing. So it's gonna drive me nuts. It's gonna drive me nuts. We don't look up his stupid name. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. It's stupid name for a stupid fight. Right. Okay. Like, tell me the names of all the monsters in Sunbreak. Oh, look, Sunbreak is the good. The only one that matters. It's Pookie not, Pookie. It's not, <laughs> it's not brand new. Five and four. 
Neither is Elden Ring. That's my like, point. Five is that and Elden four. Ring is not oh, brand new. Okay, guys. The only pe- it's because it has it has six games that came before it that have the exact same shit going on. Like the only the only thing that's brand new about Elden Ring is that you can jump and you have a horse. That is it. The, it, it truly brand new things. That is it. It's accessible Otherwise, more custom every builds. single you have more every customization in your build to play sure. the way you want to play. Yeah, they have extra classes, mm-hmm. but my yeah. but the point is, is that in every single one of these games, everything that is in one of these games has been in one of the previous ones. Did you have new? You can say the same about Sunbreak. No, there's brand new. There's more new mechanics in Sunbreak than there is in Elden Ring compared to a new games. mechanic, and it was in Rise. No, there was tons of new. They added literally whole new move sets to every single weapon. Not wrong. All right. Brand new mechanics, brand new everything to every single weapon. Can I meet dad right now? No. That's what these happening? Sure. Yeah. You can. Co- yes, you should absolutely bring yourself into the conversation. I am not a Souls fan. I tried. I thought I would like this one. I say Eldering is five. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is four. That's my personal standing. I agree. And that's what I would say. If you guys want to have another pissing contest about those two games again, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think your argument for not for me is a great argument because all the other world is not for me, but I'm still willing to have it higher than four, right? Like, <laughs> I'd also be fine with all the other world being four, but but we still have to talk about five. Um, I, I I I spent a lot of time watching Monster Hunter Rise, not Monster Hunter Rise. I'm sorry, um, Elden Ring, but. I just, as far as our grouping, and if we want to bring Ayala World down a little bit further, we can, but as far as four, but I think I did not play Elden Ring, or I did play Elden Ring, I just didn't like it as far as playing it. I did love watching it. It wasn't my cup of tea. Us together as a collective, I feel Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, was a lot of fun. We had a great time with it this year. I think it deserves to be above Elden Ring. No matter where Elden Ring is, if Elden Ring is in 4 or whatever, it's fine. But I think Monster Hunter Rise should be above Elden Ring, personally. How much Rise would you play by yourself? He played a ton by himself. Not as much as you two, but yeah, I played some by myself, yeah. I would play all kinds of Elden Ring without you two. Yeah, which, which is, of course, again, we're talking well, about you didn't our have an top option. ten. No. You, you waited oh, seven true. months after release. Right, but all, all I'm saying is, like, I agree. I had a ton I had a ton more fun playing Sunbreak with you two. Sure. But it, I still don't think it's a better game. Did, again, play, playing with people, I don't know that makes the better game. May make for the better play session, right? But I don't know that it makes... All right, so if, if, if Elden Ring and Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is not number five, what is number five? No, I think I think Sunbreak would be five and Elder Ring would be four. Is all I'm saying. I just said flip it. I understand that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, you asked. That's what I'm telling you. That's why that would be five I and think, four. That's what I'm saying. I, I think, <laughs> especially if there is a if we're talking about building on the things that came before and all that other stuff, I still even think that that makes. I'm not even talking about the. Clear. I'm not even talking also, about. I'm just you, saying. I don't I'm just saying. Sunbreak is basically. Five, I'm just saying. So Sunbreak was on the. Or I'm saying Rise was on the list last year. It, you might as well just put Rise on the like. You're just putting Rise on the list this year too. 
Yeah, because it's a great fucking game. And they just did a, a giant expansion that was more than just an expansion. It was almost a damn new new game. They could call it something else that they wanted Correct. to. But, but they, but they, always, Sunbreak, do, but they always do that. They always do that. And I agree. Sure, but I'm, so not, does, I'm not debating, that's, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's five. But so do, it's a solid so five. Do Souls, but so do Souls games, and they've done it for longer. So if we're talking about, like, brand burnout or, like, a, a, or a uh, series not, burnout. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But, you, but you're saying that it was no. it, it was basically the same thing that came back from the, the the game before it. But that's but that's I'm not even what saying Elden basically. I'm just saying the same. Like your your complaint against Elden Ring is that it repeats a few bosses, it puts them in dungeons, right? Like I agree that you don't need 136. And, However, Monster Hunter, like your argument for that, Monster Hunter Rise no, is the same thing with variants. Like oh, this one has poison and fire, where the last one had like think water and invisibility. <clears throat> It is it it builds on Monster Hunter Rise, but to Preston's point, it might as it can easily be a its own game. But also okay. to so Elden Ring builds point, on what's yeah, before yeah, it and is its own yeah. game. Also Elden Ring, yeah. sure, but that's the point. Elden Ring, Ring is not a is that Elden Ring has done it for way long. No, it's, it's, it does the same no, shit. No, you're, you're not. To be fair, Alex is not wrong either. Like it's this is a brand new game. This is not a, a Bloodborne two. This is not an expansion of that game. This is not an expansion of a Souls, like another yeah. Dark Souls game. Oh you're, no, you're right. It's Dark Souls four. No, it's not because they called fucking Elden Ring and they have George R. R. Martin fucking <laughs> gooing all over this goddamn thing and not writing another new book for oh, game of God. George R. Yeah. R. Martin is barely in this. Well, at all the all. M names, whatever. Um, but yeah, no. Either way, it's. I feel. Elden Ring is a newer game than Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. You are correct. Alex. Tell these devils. You're correct. Um, but also, I think I enjoyed Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak more than I did Elden Ring. But if you were to weigh the two, I would say that Elden Ring is a newer franchise, new game. It's still a Souls-like, whatever you want to fucking call it, but it's not an iteration off another game, which I feel Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So technically, I could see we have Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, oh. as much as I hate to say it, as number five, and then Elden Ring is number four. Just because they have the same name eh, is not, not the point, like, Christian. Not, you know that. But you said that's what. But Elden Ring might as well just be Dark Souls Four. Like not. it no, literally does nothing no, to advance that not. series no. outside of outside of outside of jumping no, and a horse, sir. which if th- that's it, you're, like they do. They, let me it does tell nothing. Me, tell me, tell me, Christian. Games. Tell me this. Are you standing hard for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, or are you anti Elden Ring being four? No, I'm absolutely <laughs> standing for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I would, I would, because I think that it is a better package. If I am telling somebody to go spend sixty dollars, I would sooner. Well, in agree. Elden Ring's case, I'd be asking them to be spent seventy. But if I'm if if I'm asking somebody to spend sixty dollars, I think you get. More bang for your buck with Sunbreak than you do with Elden and Ring. If you have person, friends to play with, and well, also no, no, I played yeah. Monster. Hunter, I played Monster Hunter solo for ten years before. To be I fair, yeah, I, but that's because that's you're a weirdo. To be fair, I, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, then in that way, I'm also a weirdo who's played every single Souls game, and I and I and we have seen with my plethora of knowledge between both franchises, <laughs> Elden Ring does less new things than Monster Hunter does. I. I Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak brings a lot to the table. It could have easily been another Monster Hunter game, for sure. But it still is on the bones of that game. The original one. I don't feel Elden Ring is on the bones of another Souls game outside of it being a Souls game. 
Like it, I, it's not expansion. It's not using the same engine. I, I don't think from another one. It well, no, it definitely okay, is. Okay, well, either way, it's it's just it's it's not a continuation of those games. While I feel Sunbreak is. Yeah, it's not a numbered sequel in in, in that way or a named sequel. Sure. But I I guess I what I would want to know is what makes it not a continuation. I, what what sets it apart from being Dark Souls Four? Like, and I'm I'm being honest. What what is something that makes it so that it, you're like, there's no way that if some, if they had called this Dark Souls Four, what would have, what would we have lost? Like, what do you, what what was so novel about Elden Ring that it wasn't in the other? I would games? have because I'll tell you, mm, I'd have to say, I, like, okay. go ahead. I mean, I would just have to refer to Alex on this one because I did not play the game all the way through. I just watch stuff in the background while I'm fucking working, so I can't speak to this as far as Elden Ring, which is why I kept silent so long while you guys were talking back and forth on this. Um, but I just, I feel it is different. It gained my interest more than Souls games normally do, um, because most of those are like, okay, yeah, my friends like it, they have fun with it, it looks fine, it looks medieval, whatever, it's, it's silly stuff. But as more I watch it, it just, the, the world itself just seems much more different than the other Souls games. Personally, looking at it in the background but Alex you feel free to tell him. I, I, don't I don't even know that saying calling it if it were Dark Souls 4 would have been a bad thing I mean I think Dark Souls is a little bit more dark fantasy like Knights of the Round Table versus this being a little bit more like high fantasy if you will but yeah. I don't think that's that's really neither here nor there in my opinion if it would have been Dark Souls 4 and done all the same stuff I think you're still talking about a game that is unique unto itself being a standalone game where Monster Hunter Rise if it were called Monster Hunter Sunbreak could have been billed as its own game it would have had more unique monsters rather than variants but as is is an expansion which gives you more variants again it, it, it it's not again monsters. it's not saying not saying that i hated it or i hated my time with it i loved it and i love my time with it i just think one is a is a new venture and introduction to this year that deserves to be number four based off of all the time the three of us collectively have put in it, not to mention, like, Preston... I'm counting just Preston's time watching it, right? I, like, then I would disagree because at least Sunbreak, we actually played it. But did we? I mean, my playtime's 300 hours. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, like, but, but I didn't play 300 hours of... Sunbreak. I've played 300 hours of this game collectively because it doesn't differentiate when you log on to play them, right? Like, and if I put so 120 hours in, in half, it, if you even cut it in half, it's still the same amount of time that you put into Elden Ring. There you go. So I should be qualified to say Elden Ring is four and this is five. <laughs> I, I then the, okay, then I should be qualified to say the same thing except flipped and also yes, seeing but, as how but, I was the one who literally no lifed this game within no. the first week of its release and was the I, you so, wouldn't be so then, playing this so, game so if it then wasn't if, for me. So then if, if if I'm flipped and you're flipped, then Preston would be the breaker. You're right. I clearly and have I lost bet this you, because Preston has already Preston done it. I bet you Preston has put in more hours watching this game than he put in playing Rise. I've watched. I think the, it's probably about the same. More hours than I played any games on this entire. There list. you go. But 
There you go. I would. So he clearly. I've clearly already lost this because Preston voted for Elden Ring. So I. We can just move on. I do think that it is fucking crazy, and also the insanity of saying that those shitty ass fucking slideshow lazy garbage (laughs) endings are not endings (laughs) is like absolutely mind blowing. I'm saying you discounting the three choices you have before that and calling the whole thing bad is not fair because those other three endings are pretty good. No, but they're not. They but also, but you also said that those ones don't count. You don't count them as the endings. Also, this is incredibly funny because we've been doing this for like 20 minutes. We're debating four and five spots, not just if it's yeah, good or bad. Because one games. of them is just so clearly five. But it's just two also, I think it is. It's just oh, like the game, there's so much fucking <laughs> fluff and bloat in that goddamn game, and it is. It's it's not even as good as Bloodborne that came out we fucking like six years ago. It is fucking hey, crazy to me. Hey. And and on top of that, it is it is wild to me that like like the, the sense of wonderment and all that other stuff. Every single one of those games has that. It's not even unique to Elden hey. Ring. Like and if this were going down year, an elevator and if, then seeing if this a, were, a city, like, it's not were, even fucking unique to this goddamn if, game. Like if this Bloodborne, were a Bloodborne does year, that. If this were a Bloodborne year, Bloodborne would probably be one, two, or three in that year. But it's not a Bloodborne it's year. Just, this is just, the year we have for this. Crazy, right. like, we're talking about like this. Oh, it, it warrants its own new thing. It's like the only reason that people feel like that is because a bunch of fucking journalists convinced them that this was the game to, tr- to okay. try. And they were like, no, even if you've hated every other single Souls game, this is the game to try. And then all these people went and went and tried it and said, including Preston, and said, ew, this is just another sold game. I have been hoodwinked, I have been tricked, and I am upset, and I am going to be sending it right back to Gamefly because I fucking hate these <laughs> it, kind of games. It was, and that is exactly what everybody did. It was the most accessible to anybody that was like, like Just because stuff. you're the most I've accessible the to a game that you don't like this one than does not... Yeah, there yes, you, go. you played you played this you, instead of 30 minutes. You played this for an hour. And that was the only only reason you did that is because you had seen so many streamers enjoy it and you just wanted to enjoy it. But you couldn't because it's not for you yeah, because for you me, don't like which it. Which is why I've been keeping silent most of this time. But I will say, I think if you want to draw the line, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak goes number I'm five. I'm already moving it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm already moving it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's it is so crazy. Like the reasoning, the hurt, reasoning sir. doesn't even make sense. Like I just don't get. Like it's not. It's not even unique among its peers. Like the only <laughs> thing that it does different than any of those other games is you have a horse and you can jump. And to me, it's not a horse. Sunbreak did more things new mechanically than those two things. That is just rise, like, rise. I, Rise did no Sunbreak. Sunbreak did more things mechanically new between itself and Rise than jumping and a horse. Like that's I it's and that's just numbers. Sure. But I all like it's just it yeah. I've said my it, it's, it's fine. We you've it, all it, said a lot. Clearly I was outvoted. Sure. But it's just also ugh, you have the you have the ring wrong if you don't you know it's supposed to be Yeah. Ellering is supposed to be at the fourth, not the fifth. What? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I know, I had number five on the brain. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so to make sure so um, you guys list right, buddy. Yeah. I just, it's it's just it's just not even unique among itself. And it's not even the best <laughs> oh, Souls man. game. Like, that's the fucking frustrating part, is that all they did was put 
the length of Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3 together. And because they did that, everybody was like, game of the year. Like, it literally, oh, great, a Souls game that I can play, instead of, instead of 50 or 60 hours, a one that I can play for 120? Sign me up, that game of the year. That's literally all they did. And for some reason, that's enough for fucking everybody to be like, I, I need no other arguments other than it's, it, it's longer, more bloated, and has more shit in it. Like, it's just... I, I do not I do not <laughs> understand it like especially coming to a game that has literally zero fat there's nothing in that in, in Sunbreak that is like busy shitty work that they just sort of slapped together and said yeah. like this makes no uh, sense like I even mean, all those variant I mean, monsters like, really? fighting fighting all those fighting variant three, monsters are completely fighting, different fighting fights. three Rajings at one time does not make a difference. Isn't necessary to the and story. Three separate groups of three crystal warriors isn't necessary hey man, to the story. I'm not yet here they are. I'm not debating. I'm just saying I wouldn't I'm the, but for the I wouldn't say there's putting no breakdown. bloat. And for the same break. reason we're putting Sunbreak down, Elden Ring commits those same crimes yep, to sure. a higher degree, so have and, and I just don't understand. I agree. Well, yeah. I agree, and that's why they're okay, four and five. So if Elden Ring One's does just is better. a bigger offender. No, it's just a better game. They're four and five. It's But it's just <laughs> not. Oh my god, it's just not. All right. Well, we got it. Um, now we have the top three. <laughs> yeah, we have five and four. Which I think the top three might be a little bit easier than <laughs> four and five. I think um, so too. All right, I uh, Christian, Christian, <laughs> just hurt me. Just say what you want to say. I mean, I've only played one more of the games, so I'll fight for that for I my, my dying have. day. Um, I would say, can we put Plague Tale Requiem on number three? Oh. That's fine. I too am okay with that. Man. Okay. It sounds like <laughs> we're, 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 we're gonna all be very we're gonna all be very okay with everything else right now <laughs> from here on in. No, I thought I thought look, I thought Plague Tale Requiem, great story. I had so much fun with it. I would have actually one. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna go somewhere different. i I I personally I thought Playtale was going to sit at two, but I'm fine with it being. I three. thought so as well. I was thinking I'll, I'll roll at three, but also I just. I, I, I was I, thinking I wanna, that I as well. Fight for Preston, Preston wants the win. Give me the win at number two. I mean, that was going to be my next question if you want to talk about that, too. But if you want someone else to say anything about Playtale Requiem at three while we're here, we can do that. Well, we talked about it plenty, but if you someone else I, to say I personally. About I personally think Plague Tale goes too, but that's because I played it over Ollie Ollie World. So yeah. if both of you collectively thought that Ollie Ollie World was yes. two and Plague Tale was three, then I was willing to take that because like I didn't play Ollie Ollie World, right? Sure. I I have a hard my my hard time with it is they're they're basically interchangeable for me as far as two and three is concerned. So like four and five, yeah. Because I, I had a similar experience with the both of them. I think that they're both orders of magnitude better than the sequels that came before them. Yeah. And I think, but one of them succeeds and fi- and then, like, they both succeed and fail where the other one doesn't. Like, Ollie Ollie World's narrative is totally fine. Like, it's fine. It's very fun, and it fits the aesthetic that they're going for, which is the the narrative is very light. Like, it's not it's not meant to be... 
a story rich game. You're meant to just hang out. You're going to Nirvana, blah blah Fun blah. Fun story blah. things happen in between levels, just as far as quip. Yeah, like but it's not, yeah. but it's not no, anything it's, yeah, particularly great. Things, yeah. But mechanically, it is one of the most like rock solid games oh, that I've ever yeah. played. Whereas, on the flip side, like play, there is some weird wonky stuff that happened while I was playing Plague Tale, but narratively, Plague Tale is obviously like miles stronger. Sure, than, I can see that. Uh, Ollie but Ollie you World. did have Ollie Ollie um, World in your top ten, and you did not have Plague Tale in your top ten. Yeah, but I'm talking right. But we're at the like the merits like, of the list that or the games that are left to talk about, right? So like, sure. like because I didn't have Shredder's Revenge, Return to Monkey Island, right. Called but, the Lamb, but you're or Elden Ring but you're list, making but. the case for these two, right? On where they right. Be. So I'm saying uh, if I'm comparing the merits personal, of those two, right. But you clearly thought that Ali Ali World was better because it made your top yes, 10 and the but, other didn't. Yes, I'm just saying that I could understand. I, that's why I said they were interchangeable for me, is if right. I'm looking at the merits between those two games, okay. I would see them, like, I could see them being interchangeable because they're both they're both incredibly good and they're both better than the things that came sure. before them. Like, there's, mm-hmm. yeah, I have no issues with either one of them. Okay. But I thought it was going to be Ali Ali World at, at 3 Kind of just thought about because. it, but I just uh, I want to fight for Ali Ali. But also, we have another sleeper hit, if you will, over here that I deserve, think deserves possibly number one, and I will find out when I play it one day. But um, I want you to talk about number one and two. Um, I think we know what we're going to do here. I don't think it's going to be a hard choice. Do you guys want to say it or do you want me to say it? Well, so we know. So, are we doing Plague Tale three, Ollie Ollie World two? So, so then that, yeah, point, I mean, that makes sense. So you could, so you could, yep. Yeah, so you can move that over, Christian, if you want. Which would make number one Citizen Sleeper, which is it would. I think, I think it's something that Christian and I can actually agree on. I think we agreed this. on a lot of these. To be fair, <laughs> we do. Wait. You argued for a half an we, hour we about four and five. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think tomorrow morning when you wake up, we can agree on the other as well. So uh, I don't wouldn't hold that to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But it, it'll never it'll fine. never happen now because he's dug his feet in so far. Even if one day something happens, even if something to either one of those games, it doesn't matter. Like Rise could do something tomorrow that shat itself, and Elden Ring could do something tomorrow that made it the best game ever. And Christian has dug his feet in so That's far that he true. will never bring it up ever again. That is, <laughs> that is simply and to be not fair, true. I can flop those back and forth all day. It's not a big deal for me, like as far as like what's there. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it's the the decision need to be made at some point. Is all I'm gonna say. And we had to make that decision. And sometimes. So it's hard. I think last year we were very kosher on our whole top ten as far as collectively. Uh, we, we had, we had one argument. You got you. you we you got, were not. I was heated about something last year. I just forget what it was. I don't think so. I, I, if I remember correctly, it was you and I nominated a couple games as far as the time. And Preston was not happy with some of the ones. Mm. He, we were all happy with number one. But there was a lot of middle stuff that <laughs> I remember Alex and I were like, I think we could just put these down here. <laughs> and Preston was like, well, go hell no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, no, I think... Number one was unanimous, yeah. though. We, we kind of had locked that one in. And the way you guys talked about System Sleeper, I feel that 
once I play it, I will most definitely probably agree with you guys. So it's, it just takes time. There, there's only like I can only envision like one way people that play this game don't like this game, and it's is it, literally if you don't like to read, right? More talky, like, not doing, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, talking about doing, but literally like reading, right? Because it's not like you're getting cutscene after cutscene. It's not like just a, a an acting sim where you're, you're just like doing the yeah. life of, yeah. right? You're not watching it, but like you actively have to read. So if you're somebody that's like, I don't believe in books and probably vaccinations, then like you will not like <laughs> this game. <laughs> but yeah. if you're okay with reading, I would say you know what? In general, really I don't think it's game. a game for anti-vaxxers. I think. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen in this game that I think it would make it anti anti vaxxer. But it, it's, I mean, really, like it's it's hard to argue like with the charm and with the aesthetic. Like they nail the aesthetic, they nail the charm, they nail the writing, they nail the artwork. Um, and even for something that you're reading, like it, it is like a book. Like if you've ever read a book and you feel like you're part of that world, if you can picture that world like in your mind, the writing in this game is the same way. It's different because there are things to look at, so you already have a picture in your mind of what it looks like because they're showing you. But like, it has that level. I don't know of that we've talked about it. This, I don't know that we've talked about it this episode. But as far to, to your point, really quick about the stuff to look at, mm-hmm. the art in this game is incredible. It is. Yeah, from what I've seen, it looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an interesting blend of like cyberpunky with just straight sci-fi, futuristic, and and it's it like I love the colors. It's very, it's, it's very, a really cool take yeah. on cyberpunk. Yeah, it's very well done. Um, I um, what's not to love in the 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 cover of the game straight up pink, like yeah. that's yeah, this is, is such yeah, a with goofy the, with the character staring off. Yeah. It's such a goofy thing to say, but like really like. I don't know that you ever really see pink cover artwork and they just lean into like the colorfulness of this game and the whimsy that it is, um, even for as serious and heavy as it can be sometimes it, what's not to like, what's not to like here. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think it, based off the other things that we've talked about with, with some of these other games on this list, especially in the top five, I think there is truly nothing like citizen sleeper. Like it, it is a unique experience like that I can't think of a game that has done the thing that it did mm-hmm. look to the you know to that letter like it's it's truly unique the experience it's awesome yep I agree so I shall find all right out. our definitive agreed upon agreed upon stamp of approval no one would from disagree everyone <laughs> in the group <laughs> these are the 10 games that if you did not play in 2022 you need to go out and play these games if we're wrong on anything let us know on the socials if you think other games should have been in here tell us if you put God of War, yeah. we will delete your comment immediately. <laughs> we'll report it for uh, pi- uh, uh, terrorism. Yes. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we will. I'm just kidding. You know what? I was uh, honestly going to see where Preston went, and I was willing to help him fight for God of War making the list, but it didn't work out that way. So um, it, it is what it is, but these are some... We cool. are not going to put a game where you they put are... it a 6.5 <laughs> on this list. These, so, these, these are... These are some all, all of these are great games. Um, we would play these games with you. If anybody wants to get Monster Hunter Rise and play, we'll give it a try. We'll see if you're any good. But if you don't cut it, 
you get kicked out of the group pretty quick. Yeah, just get a little finger <laughs> out, you know, if someone wants to battle. And we do kick people, yeah. We have been known to kick a person or two. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, yeah, any final words to our top ten list here before we sign off, gentlemen? No, Anything but let's, let, let's, let's bring it all in. Let's let them know the numbers, <clears throat> the, the list. I'll go through. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, I'll just read. Yeah, I can read through them. So, at number ten, we have Return to Monkey Island. Uh, I'm very excited to get to that game. It is, it is sitting on my Same. wish list. I'm very excited. Um, do you know if it has good Steam Deck compatibility, Alex? I'm sure it's fine. Uh, I think it is verified, but I'll double check while you're reading. Okay, okay. Uh, speaking of a game that is verified, uh, Atari 50. Uh, is it? On, on Steam Deck. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yep. yeah. Um, but uh, that is at number nine. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Hell yeah. At number eight, uh, Cult of the Lamb at number seven, Signalis at number six, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak at number five. Hurts him. Don't smirk. It hurts him. It does. Dude, I just hear it say, <laughs> "Don't smirk." Decision. Yeah, because I looked down and I saw you get excited <laughs> the fact that I had to say it. I saw your uh, side eye just slide down. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, you're right, I did. Uh, number four, somehow, Elden Ring. Uh, <laughs> number three is Playtale Requiem. Number two is Ollie Ollie World. And then number one, I actually didn't see this coming. I thought I was going to have to try to get this game in at number 10. Uh, really? Number one is Citizen Sleeper. Deservedly. I think deservedly okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. And to answer your... Uh, I, agree, I agree. To answer your question, Christian, uh, Return to Monkey Island is verified. Nice. Very good. So. Very, very good. I oh. hate that... I, it's, it's weird that my purchasing decisions uh, are based off of Steam Deck compatibility, but that's where I'm at right now. Hey, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting point in life. Same, same. Samesies, right? Yeah. I usually it's use, either that or Game Pass, one of the two. I, I check Proton <laughs> to see what Proton says about the compatibility. But, uh, you know, I sometimes see these videos um, on Instagram that'll be like, maturing in the gym is knowing that, like, people aren't looking at you and blah, 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 blah. Like, mine is like, maturing is <laughs> is only making purchases off of Steam Deck verification. <laughs> mine is either Steam Deck or if it's on Game Pass. Yeah. That's one of the two things. If I yeah. see that your game is there, then. You're in. It's way easier so, for me to. I'm excited about what this list looks like next year. What this conversation looks like next year. Yeah. Not not the list per se, but like what our game of the year conversation looks like next year. Because I believe that 2023 is gonna be a big, tough year for gaming and like top games because we have a lot of stuff coming out this year. I think it's gonna make yeah. our conversation really interesting. <laughs> Oh, it for will. sure. It'll, it will be interesting. I mean, number one is a lock. It's going to be Forspoken. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Can't wait for that. So yeah. either that or Hogwarts Legacy, one of the two. Yeah, if that comes out. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, if, if if your wife was on this podcast, we'd be all having horse heads in our bed waking up if we didn't nominate Hogwarts Legacy as our <laughs> And if my game. wife was on this podcast, you would all have had, like, Lego Star Wars number one, and there would have been yeah. no choice about it. Screw the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. she would have murdered us. Yeah. So, all right, everyone. Well, that has been another episode of The Testing Room, which kind of officially puts 2022 to an end. I know you're listening to this like a week or two into 2023. Yes, that's correct. But this, this puts the year 
to pasture with a stamp on it. Here's to an amazing 2023. We can't wait to catch you next week where we're going to bring you new topics with a new week and catch up on what we've been playing the past couple and maybe even what we've been watching. And with that, Preston, you know what to do. Hit. This has been The Testing Room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at RavePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.